0: All right, real quick before we start, I surprise dropped chapter one, the intro to Views from the Sis, my comedy special. Um, I surprise dropped it last Sunday. Some of you guys have already watched it right now. It's available right now. YouTube.com slash Andrew Schultz. I put it on Instagram, Twitter as well. I had to do the surprise Beyonce drop. You know, we had to shake things up. The ecosystem needed it. Thank you guys so much for everybody who's watched it, shared it, et cetera. I'm giving the whole special away for you guys on YouTube like I have with the last special as well. Um, The new new part drops. The official, I mean, it's the second week. It's chapter two, but this is the first real full piece of the special. And it's dropping uh, this coming Sunday and i'm excited for you guys to check it out i'm excited for you guys to share i mean that's why i'm giving it to you so you guys can do the same thing and give it to somebody else give somebody a laugh somebody needs to you know feel a dose of flagrancy let them tap into it share with your friends share with the group chats have the discussions going comment like share i mean just get this shit out there in the ether get it out in the ecosystem and just prove that we don't need any big network or any big mover, shaker in the industry, we can do this all from the ground up with the people, man. Thank you all so much for doing this, So everything you've done so far already. So make sure you continue to do that. Um, also, another quick announcement. Uh, we are starting Flagrant Media Group. I already mentioned this on the Patreon. But Flagrant Media Group is going to be our advertising angle. And um, we're going to take it to another level. The goal is to own every single part of the pipeline, so we own the content creation, we own the production studio, and we own the advertising, and we own the distribution, so that's what we're going to start. Uh, Devon McGleese, who is a, a patron, a asshole army member, has taken upon himself to spearhead this so that both of us are starting this flagrant media group. And we are looking for you guys to be involved. Patrons have already been reaching out. But we're looking for account executives, people who can help us drum up business for the flagrancy. We're not looking for brands that are, you know, afraid to, uh, you know, advertise with uh, people who are going to ruffle some feathers. We're looking for people and brands that want to tap into what we're doing here and are not afraid to be, you know, uh, politically incorrect, if you will, or flagrant, if you will, unsafe, unfiltered, uncensored because that's what we're doing over here. So uh, if you want to get involved, you can email infoflagrant2, that's the number 2, at com, And let's build something fucking incredible. Uh, everything that we do, everything that I do, you know, is uh, all asshole everything, right? So every bit of business that I'm trying to do, I'm trying to keep within our economy. So if you guys got, uh, you know, f- you know, photography studios and we need photography done, I want to work it through you guys. If you guys have... You know, obviously, like the cameramen that we've done every single city that we've been in, I want to do it through the U.S. If you guys fucking drive Uber, pick me up from the airport and I'll pay you to do that. Let's try to keep as many things we can within the community and build and empower within the community. You guys have done an amazing job on that on Patreon and, you know, the people who are listening to the non-Patreon apps, while we want you over there on Patreon as well, but um, you're still part of the army regardless so let's, let's do this. Let's build this. I'm really excited about this, and I think that we could change the game. Once we prove that there are advertisers that want to invest in this content, then we'll shift the content itself from the uh, you know political correct nonsense that we don't find funny or interesting to some stuff a little bit more flagrant, if you will. So I just wanted to let you all know that, and if you want to get involved, send an email over to Devon, and let's build this shit up. But uh, I've got an amazing show This door for you guys today. I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get right the fuck into it. So without further ado, this is Flagrant 2. Let's begin. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2. No easy buckets analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs, uh, your soul's needs. I flipped it last episode. I like doing that. Uh, We have a very special episode That uh, I will get to in a second But before I just want to let you guys know In order to support our show We'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com flagrant and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little bit better. The way uh, That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com flagrant, P-O-D-S-U. You are ve.com slash flagrant. Thanks for your help, everybody. You see that? You see that? You talk about starting your own ad agency on a podcast, even if it's a, a Patreon episode, and all of a sudden they want to sell some ads. All of a sudden, the, the, the agency that was selling ads wants to sell some ads. You got to put some fire under their ass and make them go. Um, we are here today. With a, a very, a very special guest, someone who is dear to my heart and soul, someone who is uh, incredibly interesting, incredibly underrated in his field, and unknown all of the accomplishments and accolades this man is responsible for. Oh. Um, he is a legendary DJ. Oh. He's a legendary New York can they see me? No, don't worry about that. This don't Mike, talk yet. Don't talk yet. Don't talk yet. Mike, he's you got to You got to, I asked you if you knew how to do the fucking mic. I don't know if they can see me, if go ahead. I'm sorry. I asked you if you knew how no, to do this the intro. Mic in is the amazing, but it's good. And you got to do it at the other arm, right there. Get it down it's there. Already it's tight on it, right there. You know what's what's funny is, the other day he literally says to me, he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, it's funny. They forget that I even did radio and like go to do these podcasts. They're like, do you know to speak into the mic? This, that, the other. <laughs> and here he is. He can't even hold the fucking mic. This is why you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. We got it. Okay. Go, ahead. Go on. You sure, you got Go it. What you were you, sure you got it. Ebro's watching this right now. Like, like see, that was the right decision. I, I had like, to get him out. I like what you were saying. It was okay. sounding, so I legendary think. radio personality. I think, and I think many of you that are listening, maybe watching right now, will believe afterwards that you're the most underrated ANR in the history of the game. mm, mm underrated A and unknown A and R maybe underappreciated A and R definitely underpaid A and R oh yeah in the history all the of the
1: unders game.
0: all the unders <laughs> all the unders <laughs> you got the unders down bro <laughs> give it up right now for cypher sounds everybody we got cypher oh, sounds man. in the building I should also say, you know, star of his own uh, TV show, uh, Laugh Tracks on True TV. Yeah. And uh, we also got Chin in the building. I got to give a huge shout out right now. We got Alex Mita here and Chin here. Chin is our edit today. I got to give a huge shout out to the Fighter and the Kid. Right now we're recording at the Fighter and the Kid Studios. A huge shout out to Brendan Schaub. I hit him up. I was like, bro, do you guys rent your studio? How can we get a studio out here? I got to give the people a flagrant episode while I'm out here. And he's like, yo, I got you. Here's my boy Chin's number. He's mad Korean. He got, that's what he said. He's mad Korean. He wow. got you. And Chin is here, and he is not as Korean as I thought, but Korean nonetheless, and he is taking care of us. So thank y'all so much. Thanks, Brian, as well, uh, for hooking this up. Um, Chin, can we get a little help with my man, Saif? He's struggling with the- What's right, fine. It's what fine. You sure you got it? Yeah. I can you hear right, me? Bet. Boom. Yeah. So, Saif, Check, check. There is no Rihanna without Cypher Sounds. Okay. Oh, wow. True or false? <laughs> don't get <laughs> bashful on me now, Cypher. No, 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 no. Talk to me like it's the end of the no. night,
1: a show. But let me we t- I play? don't talk. I don't talk. That's why <laughs> like you're under. You talk. That's why it's you're fine. under. That's fine. So don't be That's mad about being under. I'm not you're mad about
2: it. I'm I not mad, mad about, about it. I am mad about it i want you to not get mad to shine. about it.
1: I want my shine but also I didn't make Let me be your
0: umbrella.
2: I didn't create Ella. Ella. <laughs> I didn't create
1: Rihanna's talent. You know what I'm saying? I didn't create her looks right. and her singing ability and right. her her on-stage performance. All that good stuff. I just you noticed it. I I I with Rihanna there's different right. stories for different people. With Rihanna I broke her. You broke her. First one to ever play any of her music ever is Cipher Sounds. Yes, ever the ever. world. I'm not. I can't say I'm a very real person. Fuck. I man. can't. Puff I your know. Chest. Son. Yeah.
0: Puff my chest. Puff your fucking chest. I can't <laughs> say Do what you're
1: making, bro. I can't say Rihanna. Would no one else would have played her? If I didn't, but I did play She'd her first. She'd be selling fish cakes in <laughs> Barbados right now if it wasn't for you. Okay, <laughs> SOS was a song
0: for you to notice her. No, it was, it and way, before no, it was way before SOS. You was before
1: SOS. Yeah, SOS is after. Ponder replay. Ponder replay. You broke Ponda replay. I'm the DJ in the video.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm the DJ.
0: Okay. You notice Rihanna. Yeah. How do you notice her? Are you guys oh, even taking in was... what I'm just saying right now? Rihanna's only existence. Oh, Rihanna's, fa- the lawsuit Rihanna put on her father is your fault. Oh, I didn't you? even know about that. You didn't know? She, she sued no. her dad for $20 million. For $20 million? Yeah, for using the, her name that is his name. Hilarious. Yeah, but you made that name a thing. No, nah, I helped. Helped. Okay, how do you see her? What happens? No, uh, where are was... you?
1: She was signed to these guys, mm-hmm. these producers, right? And uh, Cardinal, shout to Cardi. Cardinal's manager, Mr. Morgan, had a relationship with her manager, mm-hmm. and there was this young girl. and They wanted to see if I could like listen to her music and see if it was worth anything. You know, people always wanted my opinion mm-hmm. for
0: the radio and for the different labels I worked at. Why you think they wanted your opinion? Because you're the fucking truth, cypher.
1: Yeah you the fucking yeah. truth yeah. yeah she and uh and I went to go listen to it and I and I loved it I want to kick him right in his And face. I and I yeah because I'm a I'm
0: a humble person Stop it let but me pick like you up it. We're going to get to your fuck-ups, but let me celebrate because there's a, there's a glaring fuck-up oh, no. on your record. Ma- glaring. Major fuck-ups. Like the most f- major fuck-up of all fuck-ups yeah, is a on your billion record. of them. No, no, no. The biggest. We a- know which one it is. But listen, if I'm going to do it, there. I
1: do it right oh if i'm gonna fuck up i'm gonna fuck up all the
0: way <laughs> yeah you're not yeah. under there you over yeah you over on your fuck ups yeah <laughs> and we're gonna get to and say i think alex might know I think I think I fuck up
2: is. Yeah.
0: don't say it though I'm Hold it. It. just hold it in the tuck. yeah okay so rihanna you hear the music what's the song upon the replay that's the one yeah You those hear are it? other songs too but. but that's the one that touched your soul yeah and you're like Especially me Because I'm
1: known In those days Right To break a lot of Caribbean music Except Haitians
0: Why do you hate them still? I
1: don't hate Haitians
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Haitians I love everybody else <laughs> Yo Yo you were almost out of there Saif was one of the first Whiz? Victims of cancel culture Yeah Like if you really want to talk about Cancel culture Getting people out of there But this wasn't people on Twitter It was people in Miami With machetes yeah. It was real Haitians It was Ace Hood's uncle's we're coming yeah. after you yeah. And It wasn't really Nah it wasn't really Cause you said all uncles. Haitian women have AIDS what did no, you say exactly I didn't exactly? say any
1: of that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say any of that What'd you say exactly I didn't say, <laughs> What'd you say I, It's been so long I don't even remember Yeah I left <laughs> left. <I ain't> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You lying
0: ass motherfucker I don't remember what I said <laughs> Speak true to me say. What happened What'd you say on the radio no, I thought we were talking about Rihanna Listen we gonna get there it's, it's all part of it It's a mixture uh I don't I don't remember exactly what it was. I said I don't Just think about your life, ponder, replay it and yeah. then tell th- tell me what you said to the Haitians. The ha- I didn't say anything to the Haitians. Okay. What would you say? Something
1: was it was an ex- it was a conversation on the radio <laughs> and this girl K Fox who was my co-host said K Fox,
0: love K Fox. She
1: was on the radio and she said uh she was at a uh, an event the night before with Clef's sister who's a good friend of hers mm-hmm. and it was an event for this is a long time ago it was an event for I believe Virgin like Richard Branson yep. was doing something to prevent AIDS and other things in Haiti and she had these condoms from the event Yeah, they were like virgin condoms yeah. that they were giving out in Haiti and she threw one at me for whatever reason I don't remember and I said I don't I don't, I don't remember exactly the what <laughs>
2: yeah. right. I didn't say
1: what they said. I said, right. What they say. You said, they said, I said, yeah, I don't sleep with Haitian women because they have AIDS. <laughs> I why, never said that. Why don't you sleep with, them? I, I said, I don't sleep. <laughs> I, I basically said, I don't need this condom because I don't sleep with other. I have, a, I was in a relationship. Right. That's all I said. Right. But it was like, the news was like, Cypher Sounds says Haitian women have AIDS. Right. I was like, what the fuck? And here's the thing. You want to know the truth? Yeah. If you want to know the truth. I do. Okay. They do have AIDS. I'll tell you the truth. Here's the deal. The reason why it sparked so much controversy Mm -hmm. is because K Fox told the people from the event to listen to the radio for a shout out. Oh, shit. So they were on high alert. Then, here's the shit that people don't fucking realize. Yeah. They thought Rosenberg said it. So they were like, fry the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> right? They were going, because they were like, Rosenberg. They were, This is when Facebook was like yeah. new and it was a big, that was the social media at the right, time. Right, Before it was social media, it was social network. right. And they were on, the, the people listening, which there was tons of Haitians listening because of that event the night before, and K-Fox was shouting them out, they were like, Rosenberg just dissed us, get him!" Right. And they started calling the radio station, and Facebook went crazy. Then, it got down, you know, this is after the show, and it was like, oh no, I said that, because she threw a condom at me, which you can't see, there's no cameras, Right. this is in the radio days. Right. So... They were like, oh Cypher Sound said it, who is a Haitian ally. But they were like, Well That's conflicting now because But they didn't they didn't care because the oil the was already blood. they needed the oil the was was bubbling. Right. Well they like somebody gotta get in this oil. Right. Somebody gotta get in here. So it was like, all right, fuck it. Take get them. You know? So uh
0: so I so pop- Rosenberg threw you under the bus. Oh, uh, rumors. No, yeah, they just thought it was him. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but this isn't just at the time. This isn't just you have problems online. This was a time where there could also be problems in the streets. In the streets. Yeah, I had problems in the streets. Um, you had to go like make sure shit is cool.
1: Yeah, which was easy. This all this happened very quickly, and you didn't lose your job. No, I got on. I got like suspended. Right. Um. I got suspended. But here's the thing that saved me. I went on air hours after it happened and apologized. Right. So then there was like a news story. I was on every news channel, every, every local news, every newspaper, whatever. Yeah. Hot 97 DJ says Haitian women have AIDS. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I have the clip of what I actually said, right? (laughs) Yo,
0: run that back. Give us that clip. (laughs) I don't even know where it is anymore. Yeah, I have the clip. You know, he's probably just like, yo, Haitian women do have Like That's Uh the exact clip. (laughs) I have the clip. And
1: the company I worked for at the time was like, don't fight it. Just apologize Mm -hmm. and let it go away. Right. I was like, yeah, but at the time, I, I don't, now I don't give a fuck. Even if I said it now, I wouldn't care. But now, at the time, I was so scared of losing my job. They were like, don't play the clip. Don't say anything to anyone. Just apologize and move on with it, right? So, first day of the news story, Hot 97 DJ says this. Second day of news story is, oh, he already apologized. No third day of news. The Oh, oh no, there was a third day of news because they wanted to protest me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna go downstairs and talk to the protesters. And my boss was like, no, don't come in today because we can't have another incident outside the radio station. Right. I mean, the eleven protesters that showed up, like right. what, what, what it wasn't a protest. Right. But so then um then they were like, all right, we have to suspend you because we have to figure this out. They were calling they were calling for blood. And I made all my phone calls. I talked to the gangsters. I talked to the
0: the. You talked to the head gangster, the head Haitian gangster. Yeah, one of them, yeah. And you, In what jail. He he's in jail for life. So he's in jail for life, yeah. still runs all the Haitian. A lot, yeah. And how do you even get him on the phone? I'm connected with Haitians.
1: I love Haitian people. I love all Caribbean people. I'm Caribbean, and I love Caribbean culture and music, and I have Haitian friends. All my Haitian friends are laughing at this whole situation.
0: Right laughing let me just ask you a question like you know when a white guy gets accused of saying something racist yeah what's the first thing he says uh, I, have black like, uh, yeah. I have black friends yeah <laughs> yeah well that's kind of what you're doing right now with these. But, but what if it's true what if it's true it is true okay fine so you <laughs> talk to the cyber OG.
1: sounds you talk to the og yeah the og forgives you oh i have smaller ogs right that was like, oh, let me call the OG. Mm-hmm. I spoke to him on the phone and he was like, what happened? What'd you say? And I was like, this is what I said. And he's like, what? That's it? That's what all these headlines and news stories are about? Mm-hmm. That?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, this is crazy. He's like, this is retarded. Like, and he's like, all right, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to make a call. You good. So I was like, one call you're going to make and I'm good? He's like, yeah, you good. So that was it. That was the to the streets. Right. To the streets. Now to the people. Now there's like organizations coming at me. Of course, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, that didn't pan out either. Right. Do you regret apologizing for something that you didn't say? Uh, Yes. Because I think what happens when you apologize publicly, you just confirm what people think you said. Yes, I
1: do apologize for that. I mean, I do regret that. Right. At the time when I was a loyal Hot 97 soldier slave. Yes. I wanted to do anything Hot 97 told me to do. Why do you say soldier slave? Because I was ignorant to the fact that I was just there. Like I would have done anything for Hot 97. I was a company man. Right. Whatever they said to do, I would have done. Right. Even if they fired me, I would have been like, well, that's what my station needed to, to go on really yeah so you were the suicide bomber back then yeah not now
0: no but back then
1: like i w- i apologize if i hurt anyone's feelings
0: but i didn't but i you wouldn't apologize for something you didn't say but i didn't say it i yeah. would have fought my case why were you so uh devout to 97
1: i don't know that's the way i the am man. man i'm just man. super loyal like it was, it gave me everything cypher sounds the that name- was the dream The name, yeah, it was a dream. And the name got famous from Hot 97, so I can't, you know, it was
0: the spot. You felt like you owed them?
1: I don't feel like I owed them. It was just, I don't know. It was just a super, I'm a super loyal person. Right. Then I told us, I told us to Charlemagne when I did a show, like, you can't be loyal to a corporation. You're just a number.
0: Right. They're loyal to Profit.
1: Yeah, it's you're just they're just you're a number on a sheet right and when your number reaches a level where it's not worth it right you go you you you're gone right so but yeah so I didn't mean I wouldn't allow, I wouldn't apologize for something I didn't say but they just wanted it to go away
0: fair enough okay so we get past the station thing you yeah. still have rihanna yeah you break rihanna yep you play her on the radio mm-hmm you share her music with Jay.
1: No, they had a meeting with Jay, her manager. Mm-hmm. Jay wasn't sold on the idea. Me and him had a discussion that turned into an argument about her. Really? Yeah.
0: And how'd that go?
1: That That's where the gray starts happening. And that's where, when you talk about all this shit about not getting my credit, yes. that's where it is. Talk to me. Because it was just me and him. And the people that worked for him, that now basically own Rock Nation, uh, weren't in that conversation that me and him had in the hallway of 4040 Club. And I get erased from the story because no one else knows about that argument that I was yelling at him that I think she's incredible, she's dope. And he was saying, uh i think it's just one song like a one hit i'm like no she's incredible she has other songs other music i think she's gonna be big and that was that argument
0: and how'd you convince him
1: um i don't know i just was i guess passion i was explaining to him like what she is and what she could be
0: um yeah and eventually he just conceded he was like all right fine yeah, like in that hallway. In that hallway. Yeah, he was like, you
1: really think, you know, like, I'm convincing him. Like, you really yeah. think she's all that? Like, yeah, like, you know, take a second look or, reth- you know, rethink this. Or understand yeah. it could be this, this. And maybe you're not seeing this angle or this angle. Now, I will say this. I was thinking, I love Caribbean music, so it was more of a Caribbean thing to me. Right. Eventually, she just went straight pop. Right. Which, I, you know, I was not happy about but whatever but that's it worked my business. out business yeah
0: now is there a part of you that wishes that you got a piece of whatever she's done yeah of course why didn't you
1: uh a couple reasons one um i wasn't i got a job out of it like from that conversation with jay he's like this kid has passion he knows what he's talking about i'm gonna hire him that's how i got my a and r job at rockefeller right from from her and Damian Marley, right. So he's like, this kid is on the pulse of what's going on, especially Caribbean. Damian Marley before he was really known. Welcome yeah. to Jam Rock. I broke that record too, and um, Rihanna. And he was like, oh, this kid knows he knows some shit. Let me. You broke the Welcome to Jam Rock. Yeah. Oh shit. Definitely. Really. Yeah. Sean Paul was through me. Welcome <laughs> to Jam
0: Rock. Oh. Hold on, Damian you Mar- broke Sean Paul. Yes. Which song? Give me the light. I'm learning new shit today. Yeah, I had my brought, list of guys that you broke.
1: I, bro, I brought Sean Paul to every different label to get him signed because the reason why Sean Paul, to me, could have been a superstar, which he, he did. He was turn a out, superstar. Yeah. The, what I saw in him was I love reggae music, I love dancehall music. Sean Paul was. Good looking, and you could understand his words more than the average reggae artist. Yeah, the reggae artists are talking hardcore patois, Jamaican slang. Yes, and and I saw whenever I did DJ like more Latin parties, like they love all the dancy reggae. Maybe not not fucking with them. maybe the hardcore shit that kind of shit. Right, so Sean Paul would always rip in the Spanish club. So I'm like, okay, this guy he kind of looks. Puerto Rican a little bit light I skin thought, yeah I thought he was white he can cross over into other worlds um, and then give me the light came out and I was like this so I brought him all the labels and the reason why he didn't get a deal through me is because the label he was kind of signed to which is VP VP Records has all the Jamaican artists at one point like they're like it's a weird situation but they didn't want to let him go so then eventually Atlantic did a distribution deal with VP through
0: VP yeah so, so you
1: get cut out yeah, I get cut out once again. But I was, I wasn't trying to get cut in. I was trying to sh- get Sean Paul a, a situation. You know what I'm
0: saying? I'm not saying you weren't in it for good intentions, but yeah, you this still... is I was
1: young and dumb. Right. The guy, well, I'll tell you later on. But anyway, so yeah, so so I got a job out of it, right. and then also Rihanna asked me to de- be her DJ, but I didn't do it because I was so loyal to Hot 97.
0: Hold on. So you say no to Rihanna with being her personal DJ? Yeah, I should have went. Eh, not necessarily
1: for what I wanted to do in life. I should have went. What was that? Like I, I rather travel and rock audiences than what I thought I wanted to do was sit in a dark room every day and talk to nobody. Right. I love the radio. Don't get yeah. it twisted. Yeah. But it was. It. I was more
0: of. a... I like traveling. You were caught up in the. The whirlwind that was Hot 97, yeah, and you're wrapped up in that culture, and everybody there wants to have a morning show, so you start thinking, I should have a morning show. That's the goal. It's like the-
1: Well, the goal was Flex's show.
0: Regardless which show. Yeah. The idea is like, you know, as a comic, you get caught up in that world. You start thinking, well, I should have a sitcom. Right. Even if you don't really, truly want the sitcoms, because everyone around you wants it. Correct. So that's you. You're like, I want to have Flex's show, because Flex is God- and i'm close to god
1: oh i thought i was training to do flex show which i was right but then i realized he was never leaving uh-uh
0: so you don't have to take it what's you gotta take next? power you don't get power what's
1: in the, yeah you gotta take power so then yeah the morning show was next
0: so boom you could have been way happier with rihanna but whatever it doesn't matter sean paul also could have had this deal then you get a piece another yeah time where
1: yeah. Are you trying out. to depress me in this Maybe. conversation?
0: Maybe it's something we go down. Maybe it's something we come up. You know what I mean? I didn't know about the Damian Marley. Yeah, Damian
1: Marley. It's funny. Um, I went to SNL to hang out when Jay-Z was performing. Yes. Like when the, I don't know, last year when 444 came out. Okay. And then it's funny. I just remember when I, so he the second song he did was a song with Damian Marley. And he came out and I'm watching him perform and I was like, oh shit. I, I introduced these guys I introduced them to <laughs> each other I introduced them to each other At 2000 I want to say 5 Right At Backstage at BB Kings In New York City Right Like I literally walked Damian Marley Over to Jay Z Said Jay This is Damian Marley Yeah He's got a hot record out right
0: now He's dope
2: Da-da-da-da. Greatest
0: A&R in the history of the game Cypher <laughs> sounds
1: That
2: no, ass Who no.
1: else I don't know if I, Who I don't else know.
0: broke it more
1: Who's, Who's broken people? more AR wise, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of ARs, you just don't know who they are because they're not also DJs. They're not
0: public figures. I'll be fair, you're the only AR I know. But that being said, I'm rocking with you're the best AR in history. No. Let's name the hits. No. Rihanna, no. Sean Paul. Right? Who else? Yeah. What? Cuckoo Cow. <laughs> no. Bro. What? Cuckoo
1: Cow. Yo, you know Cuckoo
0: Cow? Who? Alex Media. Alex Media, you broke Alex Media. We gonna (laughs) get there. (laughs) We gonna get there. No, because that's the later part of your life. (laughs) I just need people to understand the greatness that this cipher sounds. I'm I'm not out here celebrating, mother Alex. How many people I celebrate? Not many. I don't celebrate many. I've come to the fact. Don't come to to no facts yet. Let me just, you know, (laughs) let me build you up for a second, okay? I'm just saying. I think that you have greatness. Can I tell you who was one of the people in, in the comedy industry to show me love before anybody else? Cypher Sounds. Mm. Cipher, some of the first major stages I performed on in New York City was Cypher Sounds, well, Don't Get Gas comedy series. Mm-hmm. You saw something in me, apparently. I don't even know how you saw me first. Um Kim. Maybe it was Kim Hanwacker was like, yo, you got Kim Hanwacker. Yep. Shouts to Kim. Yep. Ooh, I didn't um, know it. Didn't and say what? What a name. Yeah. Handwhacker? yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's
1: very Korean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she actually is Korean. <laughs> but she adopted, right? She's adopted. She yeah. adopted. But uh, but yeah, so and then you and then you kept on throwing me on these shows. You kept on putting me on. Yep. Um I have a gift.
2: You have, have a gift? I see talent.
1: I see talent. I see potential. I
0: see people's. Uh, people yeah, react to early stuff. I see it early for example for with me for show me, tell me what happened um you
1: I don't know like yeah yeah, yeah like most comedians you know I love all comedians a lot of comedians but you had a different swag you had a real New York attitude which you which is now the Andrew Schultz we know fully developed right but I saw it like early on like oh he don't sound like everyone else like I don't, I don't ever get shocked by any or offended, but I can see people like reacting to what you would say even back then. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then also I noticed like some people like w- bookers sometimes wouldn't like that type of comedy or whatever. I'm like, it's not your business <laughs> to likes. You put comedians on that get laughs and work and you know what I mean? Like. So you would get pushback if you booked me. Uh, sometimes yeah really yeah from who I don't remember the, whoever the club owner was or the club whatever someone fuck person. is trying to hold me, hold me yeah. back man but also didn't you have I think you had like a manager that you stopped working with
0: yeah and some then buzzos. like maybe
1: like maybe it wasn't directly said to me but they were like kind of like oh he uses Andrew Schultz maybe don't do his show to other comics maybe that they manage some, something like that Like there was some kind of like and then I'm just like, wait, hold on. You can—that's what the game is. Like, you don't like somebody, so you tell other people don't fuck with them. I'm like, oh, this is the music. I'm back in a music game. It's the same shit. Wait, so what were they saying? They were saying since you fuck with me, people shouldn't fuck with you. Maybe like some of their other comics that they managed shouldn't do my show.
0: Wow. Yeah, something like that. I forget who it was. They were very, very salty. Cringe humor was the name of the brand. Cringe humor. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. who it was. Yeah, the Stand Comedy Club. Yeah. Oh, South I didn't there. even realize. That was the same people. Yeah, they were. Oh yeah, you're right. They would now. There were some scumbags. They stole. They didn't steal money, but like uh, the reason I fired them is because I got booked by a friend to do a festival. Shout out to Tyler Morrison in Canada. He he's a buddy of mine. But I gave it to my managers because I was being like you said, a good company man. Yeah, you'll take care. Hey guys, here's this gig that's coming in. I'm making money for us, aren't I? Right. You know, yeah. you just you're so happy you have representation. Yeah. You want to like prove to them that they yep. made the right decision. And um, they called the 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 booker for the festival. And they said, uh, "Hey, uh, Andrew can't make it, but we got Rich Voss." And my they, they he said, "Are you sure Andrew can't make it?" And yeah. they're like, "Yeah, we're sure, but we got Rich Voss. If you want to have him, you know he's more expensive, but we got Rich Voss, right?" And my boy hits me up like, "Yo, these guys are saying you're not available. Are you sure you're available?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm available. They're like I'll show you this email. They're showing or right. not." Oh, no,
1: and boy. the reason
0: they never Shit. said anything, the reason they never said anything public, is because I have the emails. Right. So if they come public. Then it's like, right, right, right. they represent other people. It's like, I'm not the only person they're going to do that to. Right. And everybody who ever joins them in any way, shape, or form, you know, oh, leaves crazy. them. Yeah. I mean, they had everybody coming up and then yeah. they all left. Like when you had Pete Davidson yeah. left, like they had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys that were popping. But um, to their credit, they did let me do an audition for a comedy uh, show. I forget what it was. Some kind of showcase that was at their club and they didn't have to do that. Recently, uh, maybe a couple years ago. Oh, but like way, that. That, like, like way like after that, it was way after that. They didn't yeah. have to do that. So maybe they've changed their ways. But I don't fuck with them. That's why I don't go to that club in New York. Mm. But anyway, it's mm. crazy to see that that kind of stuff does happen. But I see talent
1: all types of ways, like not just musical talent, like people like you. Then like you know, a lot of a sh- lot of shit. Drewski, right. Drewski was my intern. Bobby Trends, these are all popping DJs in New York. Like,
0: yeah, I remember you talking about Drewski. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I just have a gift for it. And uh, I don't know. I, just, I guess I don't have the business side of it.
0: <laughs> but your business isn't stupid. You're not stupid with business. You're not stupid with money. Not at all. Yeah, I think you're good with business. I don't
1: feel right. I don't know. I gotta. I don't feel right signing somebody to me. And then you own a piece of them like... It's, it's
0: a it's a odd feeling. Now, I don't feel right with it.
1: Now, here's the thing. I... Owe, I Give back to whoever put me on. I always give back. So you expect other people I expect to expect it? it, and I don't get it enough. And they don't do it. I don't get it enough. I gave one time. I gave Flex a bag, a literal, a literal, literal brown bag from a grocery store. How like much? I wanted it to look like a drug deal. How much? I gave uh ten stacks. So you gave him ten thousand dollars in a bag. In a bag. Like, and I handed it to him like the Sopranos. Yeah. And I was like, this money means nothing to you. But it means... You made 10 stacks last night. You're right. It means nothing. But it's a token of my appreciation because I don't know what to buy you. You could buy whatever you want for yourself. But I've taken money that I've made over the years and put it on the side. And here's a piece. If you think I should give you more, I'll give you more. But this is a, my, one of my tokens of appreciation. And he's cracking up, laughing. He's like, What is this, a setup? <laughs> he has like, You got cameras around? Am I on punk? You know what I'm saying? But then he was like, Yo, that's really cool. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna buy my kids a jungle gym. Like, you know, like, I'll do something for my kids because you're like, right. But yeah, that's, I don't give a, and I didn't have, I didn't, it wasn't like I could spare 10 grand. Right, right. Nah, this was an important thing. It doesn't 10 matter. Yes. Yeah. If I gotta give money to the government, I gotta give money to my OG. Like, if he, want, you know, he doesn't even want money, but it was just like, I don't know what else to get you.
0: I don't right. know what else to get you. Here is... It's not about hey. how much money it is to him. It's about how much money it is to you. Yeah. And I think that a person in his position would probably understand that. Yeah. And he probably has never received that type of gratitude. Never. That's an important thing. Like yeah. I try to shout out the people who have taken care of me on the way up as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. Because it's easy to forget the people that gave you shots.
1: Yeah, it's a lot.
0: And you, one of those. You people ever saw I that? Um, you
1: ever saw Dame Dash arguing with Lee Daniels? You ever yeah. seen that Instagram clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit hits my soul. Talk to me. Just like the dude gave you money to start whatever to film, film project or, project yeah, or whatever, yeah. and now you're this, and you didn't and pay you, him you're, back. And yo, the amnesia is 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 what
0: I hate the most. Success, amnesia,
1: the amnesia shit, yo. Because
0: when you're not successful, motherfuckers remember. Everything. Yeah, everything. Like your memory is clear. Yeah, as that, like you know exactly how many times you've met Rihanna since you put her on, and she didn't have a brown bag for you.
1: No, but I don't. Also, don't expect it. Nah, but
0: how much would you love it? Even if it was Barbadian money.
2: <laughs> 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 what is that? Some pineapples on there, some shit. <laughs> yeah, man, you
0: wouldn't mind a check, a Fenty nah, check. Would we'll love a check. Would we'll love a, a high check. five, a dap. A thank no, you she gave that she, she gave did give that oh yeah and she tried to make you the dj she tried to put you on
1: in that regard and uh, the guy i put on to be her dj yeah is like really still good friends with her max glazer got you i said but that's what i'm saying like i can't do it here's my brother yeah let him make that money let him
0: go on the road yeah do all the shit you know you wish jay cut you a little check from that I mean, yeah. <laughs> should should he have cut you a check? Um
1: Rihanna Rihanna made a lot of money. There was a Jay, lot of other man. people involved. Maybe not a check from that.
0: What about a, a one time check? Not like you get a piece, but one time, yeah, that would have been good. Nice little fifty K. Yeah. How about an invite to the Rock Nation brunch? Oh, I I... <laughs> That's easy? I always get though. I don't you want heard it. that. You heard that? Do say Palooza. I mean Henny Palooza. You heard that? Do say Palooza. That's easy. Rock Nation Punch. I didn't do easy, it. I was
1: supposed bro. to DJ it last year. Oh, you were too busy. No, they told me I had to wear a suit and shoes. You see that? You would have worn a suit and shoes. I, said, I was going out. I went out to buy a suit. Right. But I wasn't gonna wear shoes. I don't wear shoes. And they're like, yo, you gotta wear shoes. You gotta be dressed up, and I'm like. And they're like, you can't bring anybody. I'm like, what? Is, what is this? Oh, they
0: said you couldn't bring anybody.
1: Yeah. What do you this? think you could have gotten? Like your four best friends in? No, I probably could have got two. Don't bring anyone means bring two. Is that what it is? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <It's>
2: <laughs> that, <it's> not <laughs> but not it. But
1: what? I don't, I don't. I'm not into that shit. I don't know. If you know me, mm-hmm. and you want me a part of, if you know me. You know I don't wear shoes. I'm gonna wear some fly kicks. I'm gonna look right. I'm not gonna look bummy. Right. But I don't wear shoes. Right. So. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. What is? What does it do if you're there or not? What does it do?
0: I'm busting some people's balls. Who really I know. I get that part. Value but I'm saying. It.
1: But what do you do if you're there? Like I love everybody. I know a lot of people that go there. There's opportunities where I'm around all those people. Like yeah. Why do I have to be at the dick sucking fest? Like. It
0: is a dick sucking brunch.
1: Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. But some people are into that.
0: Dick sucking. I don't know. Literally, I'm talking figuratively. <laughs> yeah, but Figuratively, they they like a nice dick. They sucking. love,
1: they love, like people want to
0: be if a you part of. You're dying to be at the Rock Nation brunch. You dying. Let me tell to you, the guy dick. I was
1: supposed to DJ with this DJ uh Loves dick Ross sucking? One.
0: Yeah. Right? Great dude. Right. He
1: DJs all of them. He did he did the one this year. Yeah. And I hit him. I say, "Yo, I'm not gonna go." They want me to dress up. He's like, "He's right." What? <laughs> what do you mean? And then, I like not one Instagram picture did I see him in it, right? Except his Instagram, right? The right. pictures that come out, he's not in it. Yeah, he didn't make the JPEG. Right? He didn't make the Diddy so. What's the point yeah. if you're doing it for the, you know what I'm saying, for the look? And then also the DJ the DJ booth is in a fucking little corner, and like no one's even listening to the music. It's all about, t- music is secondary, secondary. maybe 3rd dairy, whatever right. the word that is, like tri
0: right. Tertiary. Yeah, tertiary. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Like, I, That's not what I want to do. I don't want to be a jukebox.
0: Yeah. You resent that. What? The position the DJ has, I oh, feel. Oh, now? Yeah. It's horrible. You, it's, it's an issue I've, I've, I see like when we talk and we interact, Yeah, it's the fact that the DJ is not valued, that they're not the ones that are running the party. Yes. Talk to me. But it's the DJ's fault. Well, that's, we can get into a little bit because I don't necessarily feel that way. Okay. I don't think it's the DJ's fault. I think the club doesn't value DJ's. DJ's had control at one point. Right. And because they're
1: fat. Lazy pieces of shit that wake up at three o'clock in the afternoon gave the control away. Talk to me. The, the era, the, early, the 90s, the DJ was the. was Everyone followed the DJ. People, people came went to parties. To the, DJs, the DJ. Like
0: techno, which they still do today.
1: Yeah. Tiesto somewhere, yeah. boom, people yeah. showing up. Or the people, some DJs still have it, like Camillo. Okay. Wherever Camilo goes, he has a tribe following right. him. Okay. But DJs were the draw. And then their man was like, yo, do me f- handle the guest list shit or you know, you be the promoter. Yeah. And then they gave then the promoters have no talent, right? They have no talent. They just have either hustle skills or
0: So it used to be DJ brings the people. Yeah. Transition to promoter brings the people and once the club had to start paying promoters to fill the place. They didn't have money to pay DJs, so it was anybody who had Serato, just go up there and play some music. Oh, yeah, there's
1: a a lot of steps before that, but yeah.
0: But more or less.
1: Yeah. Yeah, DJs now, like the promoter became the reason girls went to the club. Right. right? Promoter calls you up, makes you feel special.
0: Come to my, yes. then it became tables. Come to my table, come to my booth. And then it all turned The whole thing that. is staged. But you're saying there was a time when you were coming up where it was, if you were a poppin' DJ, yeah. the bitches would come out, yeah. the dudes would come out, right? Yeah. And that was the party. And if yeah, you like weren't if there, I, nobody's coming out. Yeah,
1: I, there was parties I did where sometimes the party would be like 500, 600 people. Yeah. And when I came through, it was 1,000 to 1,500 people. You know what I'm saying? When I was hired to do that party. Right. So it was like I, they were coming to see me. What would a DJ get back in the day? New York City party like that weekend, you could get anywhere. Like I remember, I I tap I topped off like maybe I was getting like four stacks, for sometimes five, but like three thirty-five, four thousand.
0: And now DJs are getting two (laughs) hundred fifty dollars.
1: Yeah, it depends, but yeah, a lot, a lot.
0: I mean, I am talking about like at legit clubs too. Yeah. Like you go to Avenue or One Oak or these yeah. type of things. It's a buddy of the promoter or yeah, a buddy now, of the yeah. owner.
1: Yeah, it's crazy now.
0: You're not making a living doing that.
1: Um not great. But the only thing is, is that you'll those clubs it's 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 complicated. Those clubs have a lot of big clientele. And if you work it right. Then you could work in their private goes, parties. And but but that then shit. that's all those DJs you see that do One Oak and all them stuff. And then all of a sudden you see them in Dubai. Shit, you know what I'm saying? It's because they were at One Oak on a poppin' night. Did they do anything that crazy? Most of the time, no. There are some skilled DJs. Like that kid, uh, Ross One, he's a dope DJ, right? I went out to One Oak one night. And I go out, I hang out with Michael Che a lot when we go out.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he mic.
1: always looks at me and laughs because he knows I'm listening to the DJ like on a, on a different level, a, like a um, like a research type level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he taps me, goes, how's this guy? And I'm going, yo, this guy's pretty good, actually. That's
0: funny. And then- uh, That's what I did to you in San Diego, right? Huh? I, su- I did the exact oh, same yeah, thing. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then like a half an hour later, I realized it was Ross 1. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because usually there's DJs that, I mean, they play the right songs, but they just, it's no, it's a different style now. It's a different style. They're all over the place. So they're also like, it's not really dancing anymore. It's like kind of like just bopping. What you, you know mean? Right? nobody's dancing like really dancing like feeling it in their soul they're just kind of like if you're at a table you're not even dancing and then if you're a girl who didn't make it to a table yet you're just on the floor kind of just like waiting moving a little bit yeah Yeah.
0: there's a uh, there's something I've seen you do you were opening up for me in San Diego we just did shows thanks to everybody in San Diego came out that was dope some of you might have been at uh, the shows where the DJ equipment worked yeah which were the Friday shows. Yes. And, you know, Sife and I have been trying to build this thing with the live show where there's like a music component to it and Seif does this thing that I want you to do more of. Yeah. Which is in a similar way that like, you know, Bo Burnham used music for his stand-up and uh, Reggie Watts used music for his stand-up. You DJ and kind of infuse jokes into it. Yeah. I don't want to give away what it was, but- yeah. You had, I think it was maybe the first show. The first show or the second show? First show. First one Friday was The rock. You had that shit fucking going. (laughs) Yeah. And this is what was interesting about it. The layman's person, which is me when it comes to music, right? My mind, I'm just like, okay, play the hit. We dance to the hit. We keep it moving. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right? You understand a rhythm with music. It's kind of similar to stand up, yeah. Like tension, release, build, 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 break. You yeah. know, surprise, surprise, push, yeah. push, push. And I, I remember saying to you afterwards, I was like, I was like, oh, I get it, I get it now, and I get what this can be. Yeah. And I didn't even think the energy fit my show to be honest with you, right? But it was so valuable what I saw. I was like, this can be something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We can build this into something. When you start doing stand-up, is that what you're trying to recreate?
1: When I started doing stand-up?
0: Yeah. like You know what it's like to smash. <sighs> Very few people start stand-up, right? Knowing what it's like to kill. Right. It's like a rock musician going into stand-up. Yeah. You know what it's like to, to murder right. a crowd.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All, well, I never really sat and broke it down like that. That makes a lot of sense. But I will tell you this. When I started doing stand-up, I moved quickly because I already know how to get on a stage, have presence, talk into a microphone, right, and read a room. That's one of my biggest gifts is I could go into any room as a DJ and be like, oh, this is like some stuffy corporate shit. All right, let me go into this crate. Or this is some real hood Jamaican shit. Let me go into this crate. So I did the same thing with stand up. Like, I look out and be like, "Oh, this is a little. This is kind of like bridge and tunnel, corny suburban people." Right. Which, you know. Let me not do these jokes. Let me do these jokes. Right. And I read the room. Or also, that's why I'm such a good host because the last comedian smashes high energy. The next comedian is very funny, but maybe a little low energy. So you
0: got to bring it down. I know how to, down.
1: come on real big. Yo, give it up for that guy. And then, you know, things are happening. And then here we go. Give it up for this guy. Mm. And it's like that guy comes right into like his level of energy that he needs. Right. Or, or gal. Sorry. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Ladies are funny
0: too. See? And get into their shit. See how we got Scythe bragging? See how we got to say bragging. was out here talking about how he wasn't shit in the beginning. I'm a great host. I didn't say that. I'm a great
1: host. I'm a great
0: host. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to lie. You killed it, bro. You killed it. I'm going to tell you
1: something, though. Yeah. Being a great host Mm -hmm. is part of the problem you were talking about earlier because I care so much about the show Mm -hmm. that I will relinquish my level of um, notoriety Mm -hmm. to make sure the show's going well.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Yes. The show's running late. I'll go up on stage. I wanted to do a joke, but I won't do it because it's going to take too much time. And I got to keep the show moving. Yeah, That's a selfless act where most people that are famous do selfish acts. Right. Now, I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying like, I'm on stage. I need to get the laugh for me. Right. I care too much about the show where I'm worried about time and all that. Right. And that's I think one of my problems.
0: No, that's what makes you a good host. And that's why people want to have you do it and they want to work with you. Great person. Say I'm again? a great host.
1: I'm a great person. But it's slowing up my process. It
0: might be setting your growth, but it might not be because you're offered opportunities that you wouldn't get if you were selfish. That's true. Like if I brought someone on the road, right, and every time they open for me, they went long because they were fucking killing, have yeah. a good time. Like I'd be like, ah, I don't need you. Like, one of the things that I that I loved about the San Diego show is you really made it feel like a show and you made them feel like they were excited for this event that was happening that I was going to headline.
1: And you also to notice, up. if you notice, I have my jokes. I have a stand-up set that I do. Yeah. But if you really paid attention, which I don't do for anyone else, in between some of my jokes, I'm like, ugh. I know you want this fucking asshole to come out. Right. I'm doing 20 minutes. Every five, six minutes, three, four, five, six minutes, I'm letting you know. I know this is the an Andrew Schultz show. Right. I know you pay tickets to see Andrew Schultz. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting you know it's coming soon. Like, yeah. yo, the energy got to be right before I bring this fucking asshole out. Yeah. And then I don't normally call people I work with an asshole. Right. But for you, it's like I cater my shit to the asshole army. Yeah. To the to the flagrant crowd. Then I was doing jokes I don't normally do because they're like extra flagrant. Right? Right. Or I'd have some dirty jokes like eating pussy. Right. I usually do that on the late shows. Uh oh. Yeah. But <laughs> I know it's an asshole army crowd, so I'll do it on the early show because Right. You could do whatever you want. And one time I said a joke and the crowd was like, ooh, I was like, what? You know what he's about to say. That was great. Don't ooh me, don't ooh me. Yeah, but yeah. then it's like, oh yeah, we're... but it's subtle. I know how to. I know where I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I know where I am. The same the way I open fuse, not the way I open for Chappelle or open for Che mm-hmm. or open for fucking whoever I do shows with. Yeah, it's for Michelle Wolf is a whole different thing, right? Ladies, you know what I'm saying. We, you know, it's time to, you know, not over overtly saying it but it's like you know women empowerment time is coming like shit like that
0: like maybe you shouldn't do all that why not (sighs) maybe i agree with you maybe what makes you such a good host um takes away from defining what is safe
1: or but what if? Because when I go
0: into a place, it don't matter what the fuck it is. I'm doing my act, and right. they got to get on my level. Right now, I'll adjust energy to get them on my level. If they back off on a certain joke, I'll double down on it right. to let them know this is my show. Yeah, you're on board of my show. I'm yes. not coming to your living room. You're in my living room. It's one of the reasons why I don't even like doing the. Uh, like shows at like bars and that kind of shit like that, is because you're in their house. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a guest in your house. You're a guest in my house. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're not part of asshole army, if you're not part of this, if you're just someone who happened to just come on to the show, you're a secondary guest. Right. You know what I mean? Because the squad is here. Yeah, but that's and you your walked shows, in on it.
1: That's your shows that you headline that people come to see you. What if you're doing just a regular showcase show with five other comedians?
0: You see, I do me. No, I know. You know, the energy is kept. Right. And some people might even say to my detriment, but I don't believe that. Because to me, the kill is not more valuable than the curation. Mm. Right? So for me, I'd rather do shittier working on a joke that I really believe in Mm -hmm. than murder on a joke that I know is done. Right. That being said, I'm not, and I've never have been asked to, like, open for a comic on the road. Like, nobody's right. ever brought me on the road. Lil Duval, first time in my career, after right. I'm already headlining around the world, asked me to do a few dates. And that's right. the homie. Right. And he, you know, it's just like- oh, that, really, That's
1: interesting. No one ever asked you to-
0: No one's ever asked me yeah. to, to open for them. No one's ever asked me to, you know, host for them, that kind of shit. I mean, like, look, maybe it's happened, like, way early in my career right, or something right, right. like that. But even early on, there was always, like, something that was- There was a little give and take, that kind of situation. But that's true. But I get it. It's like Could you host a show? Yeah. I mean, I could I could if I really started to work that muscle and and go back to doing that. And, you know, there's been part of me that's like, if I want to do like a monthly show or something like that, I should work that muscle because it's a good, strong muscle to have. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they know that when I go on, I'm trying to bury them. Right. I'm not. Like I remember when I would host in the city at Eastville, my goal was to bury the first act. <laughs> my goal, wh- whoever I brought up, yeah, I wanted them to bomb. <laughs> yeah, yes. like I wanted yeah, that, that motherfucker. Yeah, or like, like for the first few energy, because you you know where that came from. I would follow Mike Britt. Shout out to Mike Britt. Yeah, Mike Britt was my fucking. I mean. He's what made, two guys made me a man in stand-up, maybe three. Mike DiStefano, RIP, yep. Mike Britt, David Tell. I'd follow Mike Britt hosting at Eastville. Yeah. And he was so fucking incredible as a host. Yeah. He was so engaging and he was so conversational, but he also had jokes. Yeah. And he would murder. And then I would go up and I was just doing a worse version of him. And the audience knew it. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it really yeah. made me break it down and start to understand. Like, I would go up a bit. Okay, what is he doing? Okay, I need to start really strong because the second they look at me, they don't even believe in me. Now I know that. I got to start with a strong joke right away to establish. Now I'm funny too. You know what I mean? Like, you could feel them longing for him when he walked off stage Shit. <laughs> as a host. Yeah. Hosts, people don't even, li- right now people listening don't even know how hard being a host is.
2: Yeah.
0: It's f- so hard. Yeah, we're super inside comedy right now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, but being a host is so hard because you have to congeal the crowd. You have to bring everybody together. The crowd is they're still getting drinks. There's so many things oh, happening yeah. the in first, the room.
1: Your first set as a host is r- Trash. Cr-
0: ridiculous. But yeah. Mike was so amazing at like going in and out of crowd work and going in and out of bits and flawlessly, seamlessly doing both. You didn't even know if he wasn't making it up on the spot or not. Yeah. And he made me get so strong just so I could. I remember looking at the lineup a few days before the weekend. I'd be like, who's hosting? Fuck, Brit is up. A- yeah fuck. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I got to do it. I got to do it. That was one. And then David Tell, what David Tell showed me was this more than jokes.
1: Showed like just watching him or he told you this?
0: No, I would follow him because I would close the cellar.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. It would do a tell and then me on the late night spot. Yeah. So a tell would go, and this was for years and a tell would go, and he'd destroy. And I, I really started to understand operating on, like, two levels. He had his personality that was funny, just who he was, the yeah. way he would speak. Yeah, he's yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. Like, even sounds yeah. he would make. Yeah. And the jokes would come through the personality. And when I would follow someone else, it was easy because I, the jokes were good. Like, I had jokes. Right. You know what I mean? But Attel had jokes and personality. And that made me realize oh, all the jokes gotta come through me. Well, I Everything has to, and if you watch me now, Right? It's like you see me say something, you're like, oh, that's Schultz. Yeah. You see the premise? That's coming through. I'm not going, what about hot dogs? Here's a funny joke about it. Yeah. It's never, I'm not talking about a topic unless it's coming through me. Mm. And that was just tanking after a tell until Mm. I learned. Mm -hmm. That's what people are so afraid to bomb or like, they're so afraid to like go out of their comfort zone. It's like, that's where you find out who you are.
2: Yeah.
0: So for you, I'd say like the selfish part of me is, yo, rock the show like you did and get everything going. But at a certain point in time, and I told you the same thing this week. I was like, that thing that you have, you have a thing. Yeah. And you need to curate that for you. And eventually, it gets so sharp, or you could do it in any environment. Yeah. Like, you could do the Michelle Wolf in, jokes. I've
1: done it in crazy environments.
0: What I'm saying is you don't even, even change the act that much. You could do the Michelle Wolf jokes and the no, the, the joke, 2 jokes in the same spot.
1: It's not the jokes. The right. jokes are always there. It's the energy. It's the in-between shit right energy yeah energy's part of it it's it's not the jokes i, I have the jokes th- those are the jokes it's the little shit in between who am i talking to right your crowd is not the crowd that love michelle wolf because she annihilated the white house white house correspondence dinner right
0: i know what they came to see i know what your crowd came to see fuck what either of them came to see you're there that's what they're seeing i don't, I don't it, think it's any different though make it worthwhile but it was worthwhile though. No, what I'm saying is like it don't matter what they came my feeling is this, when I walk on stage it doesn't matter what they came to see. Cause I'm but maybe I have this because I'm so used to walking on stage and people having no fucking clue what I am. <laughs> you know what i mean like when i walk on stage like is he jewish is he italian like yeah. what is he he's from new york He kind of talks hip-hop what the fuck is yeah. so i'm used to the chaos and confusion <laughs> right there's utter confusion yeah if you don't know who i am everybody listening right now has known me for five years right, practically right, right. you know what i mean yeah. so like they know me intimately but some random dude i walk up on stage back and i had the, my hair parted yeah i had so many these, I, my head is fucking Connecticut. My nose is Jewish, right? My accent's <laughs> Italian, like my clothing is hip hop. Like there's no, you don't know what the fuck to expect. If you're like fat and you walk on stage, you can address that. Right. And everybody's calm. But for me, there's anxiety. Oh, uh, that's true. Right? They're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. How do I feel about this guy? So for me, the first joke has always had to, one of, honestly, one of the nicest things about having like a fan base is just being able to go up and be like, all right, I can just talk about yeah. wearing blackface. <laughs> Like I don't have to introduce you guys to who I am before we get into this fun shit. Yeah. Like I would have to. We we'll
1: probably still have to have shows that are
0: night. I remember different. when I would go up on your shows. I think I I would say sometimes like uh would be like three hundred black dudes in the audience like that and I'd be like I was like wow it's like three hundred black guys here and I'm just this white guy I feel like a CEO. <laughs> like i'd say little shit like yeah. that you know what i mean like, <laughs> right. you know and like w- what it would do it wasn't for me it was for them right it would just break it yeah they'd be like oh, okay he don't give a fuck about offending us right. but that was actually a kind of clever thing and he gets it yeah boom now we could work
3: mm-hmm. didn't you tell me something about um the spot you did for duval like something was different That it was a little humbling Oh yeah 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 Like when I did the show
0: I mean Duval's show Is, is just fucking un- Like the whole thing Is just like a spectacle But like Nobody comes on time So like I'm an usher <laughs> Like I'm literally walking uh, it's a, And it's a theater It's not a little comedy club Right like And I asked Duval about it, actually, and I was like, why do people come late to shit they paid for? Like, people always go, "Ah, oh, black people are late, or this, that, the other. And I'm like, everybody's late. Everybody shows up late to work. Everybody shows up late to the movie. Everybody shows up late to everything, right? And, and then, but what's peculiar about this is they were showing up late to something they paid for. Right. They were actively invested in losing money. I did not understand that, right? And then he was like, uh, no, nah, they want to be seen. They want everybody to see the outfit. They want to see the whatever. And he goes, it's just part of it. So I would go up after the host and (laughs) fifty people are just walking in. People (laughs) are getting to the seats. You know what I mean? And it's like and then I have a decision to make. Do I become the the comedic usher where I'm making fun of their jackets and that kind of shit like that? Or do I do my shit? And I like doing my bits. And like that's what I that's what I decided to do. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah, I, there were some cities that worked better than others. By, by Columbus, like the third one, I got it. And I was like, okay, this is the energy. You know, you got to. And why did he ask you to do those shows? He just asked me to do the first three. You know, I don't know what it was. but Yeah, that's crazy. That's the homie, man. Like, so I think it was it was just a cool thing. Maybe he just wanted me to see what it had become. Yeah. Because I've been one of these guys is like telling him he's fucking great for years and like telling him, yo, you got to do theaters. You got to, like, right, what are you, right, right. You, you doing? Nine shows a weekend at a comedy club, just do the theater. And maybe on some level, it was like, hey, bro, we did it. We got, you know, we got to the fucking theater. Oh, well. All right, we're going to take a little break for a second. Shout out to one of the greatest sponsors in uh, Flagrant 2 history, Blue Chew. I mean, if you guys are new listeners, get the fuck on board. I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. Blue Chew guarantees that you give your girl, the chick you're trying to impress, the first time you're laying pipe, or your wife of many years, the greatest night of her life. Okay? It's getting you rock hard, 20 minutes or less. You chew that blue pill up, and then you go to town. All right? You know, we don't play around with it. I know they give me a whole script and stuff to talk about with these podcasts, but I feel like we've spoken about blue chew on this podcast, so much it did. It's, it's, you guys already know the deal, but then again, there could be some brand new listeners who need to treat their wife right. We need to give her that special night. We need to put her in the Hez's Sutra, you know, have the squirts going, need to do laundry the next day, make the sheets the way they should be. Okay. Here's the reality it's got the active ingredient from Viagra, Cialis, all those other brands. Okay. You can take it anytime, you chew it right up. They act. Twice as fast Because you can chew it right up Okay It's in the system And then it's fucking go time And you can get it For free All you gotta do is pay shipping You visit bluechew.com You get your first shipment free When you use our special promo code Flagrant That's F-L-A-G-R-A-N-T You just pay the $5 shipping Okay That's blue B-L-U-E Chew C-H-E-W Dot com The promo code is flagrant You try it for free let us know how it works. Matter of fact, have your girl let us know how it works. You know we love those testimonials. Um, Blue Chew, you know it's the truth. You know we support it. All right? Well, let's get back to the show. Man, I could talk to you. The nuance of, of comedy for hours.
1: Yeah. This is, not, this is a sports podcast, right?
0: We're going to get hey, to How sports. about those Knicks? We're going to get to mm-hmm. So here's the thing about Sife, and that's why this one's going to be a little bit different. And I think I got to start doing these kind of like interview conversation series because there's a lot of people I want to talk directly to. Hmm? But Scythe got a got a flight to catch too. Sorry. But we're gonna have you good. Eight fifty one. Yeah, you're oh, straight. So, um oh, but, uh, it's fucking Knicks. Now we're not gonna talk about the Knicks. Uh, Pazinga you <laughs> said Scythe hates sports, and I don't want to go at it. He does this stupid fucking thing. Scythe has this weird like games that he plays with people where like you're like on some level you're like um no 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 you don't like like impractical jokers obviously everybody you know them because you dj for them and stuff like that but the people listening like impractical jokers do a joke where everybody knows it's a practical joke and it's a funny thing and then there's a resolution right you have this weird like sadistic thing where like Sif <laughs> has ongoing practical jokes <laughs> that he's the only one that knows <laughs> Every years. it's a practical joke yeah we, I, I was in boston shooting this thing in harvard right for the harvard lampoon okay uh-huh. and the guy who designed the harvard lampoon building where they all live yeah um the harvard lampoon is just like a fucking uh, magazine like a comedic yeah. magazine at harvard yeah, the right 70s right it still goes on today yeah and the guy who designed the building designed all these easter eggs in it meaning he put flaws hoping people would find it and one of the main ones is there's just this there's like this, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, imagine, for example, there's this, this, you know, this thing behind us. There's like this acrylic yeah. or glass setup right here, right? Uh, to everybody who's watching right now. And imagine like, uh, I'm trying to find a letter, a letter, a letter, a letter. Like I, right? Yeah. Imagine both the I's were the same. And all the I's were exactly the same. Or the H's. Imagine all the H's were the same. And one just happened to be a little bit different, right? He did that with something on a wall. It was a spiral on a wall, and one piece was a little bit different. It was the opposite way, yeah. and Conan O'Brien noticed it and hacked away at the wall, <laughs> and inside the wall was a note that said, took you long enough. Wow. wow. Now, there's, these things exist all throughout the place, Right. and they're still there, and nobody has found them yet, and part of it is trying to find them. Right. And um, funny that Conan actually found that okay. one, right? That's you. You're gonna die, <laughs> and you're gonna have practical jokes, dude. Dude, he's got a friend of his this weekend, right? Dude, he's got a friend of his this weekend, right? This poor Japanese girl doesn't even speak English, right? She Just le- English. She, she didn't used to. She now she's learning English. He's call he called her up. Only he gets this. It's only for him, his own amusement. This is sick shit. Right. He calls her up. He goes, hey, I don't have a place to stay. Can I stay with you? And she goes, oh, you should look up some hotels. He goes, I did, but they're all sold out in all of LA because of the Oscars. (laughs) Right. She goes, oh, my Lord, you should check out the app hotel tonight. I looked and there's some options there. And he goes, I looked and they're all sold out, too. I have to stay with you. She's like, oh, I can't. He's just continuing doing this, this the whole day. The whole said, day. She's like, "Where are you?" I said "I'm just walking,
1: walking the streets." Street <laughs> this case.
0: Bro, work together the whole day. So he, every once in a while, he just chuckles to himself. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a fucking meme or something. I'm thinking it's some funny image on the gram, something funny on Twitter. I go, "What?" And he goes, "I just told her we're still walking the streets." I told her about the Scientology building. I'm about to join. Just gonna need a place to stay. Day. dude but it's just uh, for him uh, this is how psycho kids like <laughs> twist squirrels heads off their shoulders you're no different you're like a good version of ted bundy uh, like that's this is just for you it's, yeah it's great but dude you could die and this poor japanese chick it could think it's her fault like if anything happened to you on the way to the airport she would think it was her what? fault look how much fun he's having what a fucking weirdo. I never, I never noticed. <laughs> dude.
2: <laughs> I do that a lot. All a the lot, time, dude. It's your little live. game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do have a lot of those. I wish we could talk about that other one. Oh, that was man. funny. What's the other one? It's San Diego. What was In the
0: other one? I forget it's San Diego. Oh,
3: the... What, a <laughs> friend in the room Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough one That was fucking <laughs> Yo, No
1: that was funny We can say what it was,
2: <laughs> was
1: a, Oh the girl You talking about the girl Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah One of your dumb ass friends <laughs> No I know this girl Side I know was this girl Sight was tight
3: No it wasn't No he wasn't No, no way. Way. It was really that game Where he was just Fucking with her Because she thought He was being serious that oh, this shit, no was way. Sudden, that
1: shit was
2: hilarious Some
1: girl Friend of his is there and she's like, you know, what do you? I don't know, super skinny model or used to be a model, some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I go out to watch you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to body this girl. You have to body her. I'll go out to watch. <laughs> just say the part that's funny.
2: <laughs> I, I, go, I, go exactly. to, I go out to
1: watch you next to where she was sitting because there's no seats. Sold out show. Mm-hmm. I go stand over there. You heard and that? And there's girls. You heard that? Oh, so I show. sold
0: out people. Also, sold out. Yeah. There's
1: like a table of six girls to my left. Mm-hmm. I just look over yeah. to see who was there, yeah. see if there was like a you know a seat or something. Yeah. And she's like, relax, 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 relax. I know what you're doing. Relax. And I was like, what am I doing? And then one girl was getting up to go to the bathroom. And it was like a long table, so they all had to stand up so she could get out the way. And she went under the table. So I was like, oh, shit, gymnast, like, joking around. Like, she crawled under the table, but, like, did, like, a limbo under the table. So your girl's like, Relax relax stop like like if i'm being like a like a fiend for chicks right yeah she knows nothing about me (laughs) yeah so then
0: um little does she know there's a japanese woman (laughs) ferociously (laughs) scrolling (laughs) hotels tonight trying to get you a fucking (laughs) so then, then the waitress the waitress
1: comes over and she's like Your friend is like, can you go to the dressing room and get my purse? I want to give this waitress a tip. I said, do I look like your fucking
2: errand boy? (laughs) In my head. In my my head. That's crazy. In my head. I'm like, nuts. No, yo, that's like, crazy I'm like, I'm like, like
1: so then all my bronx shit is like all right let's fuck let's go let's play yo, like, that's so i said no crazy. i got you found sean paul i got twenty dollars <laughs> yo that's crazy
2: oh, no, she, <laughs> bro
1: mind you yeah, she has no and idea Damian who Marley. i am and i don't care who i am right right but you also have no idea who i am The way right. she's talking. so i just i go to give the waitress 20 yeah and she takes it and then Gives it to the waitress Like it's hers But she asked for the money From her purse So I was like Oh When we go back to the dressing room She'll give me the 20 from her purse And never gave it to me So I was like Alright Alright
0: Gave <laughs> Yo them. It so sounds then, like you getting bodied Bro So then, uh,
1: <laughs> so then I guess you're right Like I <laughs> So then she's like um, Yo I don't want to body this girl She said uh, Stole 20 She's talking about um, Girls Like Oh you know You didn't you didn't meet those girls. We gotta go out so you can meet some girls, whatever. So then I'm like, "Well, who? What's up with your friends? Why you didn't bring no friends?" And she goes, "Oh, what friends should I have brought?" I said, "I don't know what what friends." And she's like, "Um, oh, I know some, I know some girls that'll fuck the opener. Like I'm just the opener." <laughs> so then, but that shows me. Yo, let me tell you something. My my research shit is sick, right? For her to know the term opener means she hangs out around comedians, right? Sure. <laughs> she hey, so then I start listening. I heard him mention the, like when people say the careful, store. Careful, 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 okay. careful. Okay, but careful. when you say the store, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when you say Don't the store, no name. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no. Come on, sure, sure, I'm, sure. I'm from New York.
0: So yeah,
1: yeah. When you say the <laughs> store, it yeah. means the Comedy Store in L.A. So I know if you only people that hang out around Comedy Store, um, comedy clubs or comedians know to use certain slang for certain spots. Yes. So then I was like, okay, you in the mix. You in the mix, right. but you don't know who I am, so you in that, in a, a different mix than the New York mix. right? So then I'm like, oh, you should have brought some friends that'll fuck openers. Who's that? And she goes, oh, I don't know. Let me look. And she's like, oh, my friend so-and-so. I said, show me her on Instagram. And she's like, yeah, well, she won't fuck you because she only fucks white rappers. And I was like, oh, man, I used to work for Eminem. Does that count? No, you have to be a white rapper. I was like, ah, oh, all right. Who else you got? And then I'm like, you got any fat friends? Because I know girls like that who are dumb skinny think every other girl is fat. She starts showing me pictures of girls that are thickish. Not thick. Right. Thickish. Right, right. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's your fat friend? She'll fuck me? And like, yeah, she might fuck the opener. I'm like, well, I was also the feature. Is that get me get me up? And she's like, "No, it's kind of the same." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. I'm having fun in the moment. Like, yeah. no one else though. Or Alex heard yeah, some of like it. Like,
3: this shit was hilarious. Yeah, like he just was, kept going, and she had no idea that he was being sarcastic. And <laughs> she was like, "Oh, she, like seriously, having this she conversation? Was dead about it. It. Yeah, yeah, she I was, was dead like, What this. about
1: um? I don't know. These girls are kind of young. You got any milfs?" And she goes. I used to work with this milf, and she starts showing me. <laughs> but I don't know. I get joy out of that. Like, I'm not gonna I I forgot with... why I brought that up about you and a Japanese girl, because my sadistic little games. Yeah, it's something all the sports.
3: Oh wait, you don't yeah, like yeah. sports? So he said, uh, "Poor Zinga, like he made Porzinga. like he's making fun of." Oh, like, the, yeah. Fucking... So this is yeah, this yeah. is one of the <laughs>
0: things that you do. Yeah. And this is this is this is his little sports game that he does. Uh, like when we're at the cellar,
1: my sports games is crazy.
0: Uh, dude, this guy (laughs) is fucking, dude, this guy is fucking unreal. We'll be at the cellar. It's a bunch of guys talking about sports. Right. And he'll like, seriously be like, um, he'll say something like, "Oh yeah, did they win tonight? And then you'll start answering and he'll play along with your answers. So he'll be like, yeah, they win tonight. He'll be like, who the Knicks? They're like, yeah. He'll be like, yeah, yeah. They won tonight. He'll be like, ah, it was close one, huh? And they're like, yeah, man, no, and like you'll be passionate about a conversation in in that in he it. could not give two fucks. No, he's like one of those psychic ladies. Like, do you have a family member that just oh, passed? Oh, that's yeah,
1: wait, you'd wait, be wait, a it great it fucking R, psychic. R. R, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, R kind of looks like a P. P? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Easy, Those people too are sociopaths. Those sports fans. <laughs> no, because here's the thing about scythe. You got things like. I think that Haitian thing really got to you. Why? Because I think after that you're like, "All right, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna have too many like harsh opinions no. about shit. I'm not gonna share with the world because you're a bah humbug, motherfucker, dude. No, you you are bah humbug. Admit you're bah humbug. No. What do you like? <laughs> exactly. exactly. This yep. motherfucker is the life Grinch. It's not just everything. Bro, if you're in too good a mood, just call Syfe and ask him how he feels about the day. This motherfucker don't like good weather. I, I literally said to him <laughs> no, today I like stop cold weather. Stop
1: it, Syfe. I like weather. I said weather. to
0: him today, I go, dude, it's beautiful outside. He goes, oh, I hate beautiful. <laughs> I hate what the fuck is I hate beautiful,
3: son? <laughs> a, we we get to the um the beach with the seals. He's like, damn! Oh no, fucking hate, animals. Hate animals. What, what else? Hates.
0: Listen. Hates beautiful weather. Hates animals. I hate animals. Bro, you're like, like a it smells fucking turd. Term- sunny. To a point. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to a point in my you life. He didn't even go down to the sun. There's seal. Everybody, listen right now. There's real life fucking seals. We're not talking about the little baby shits. We're talking about the big. How big, Alex? Huge. huge. Fucking <laughs> human Nine, eight, size. Eight, ten, Have you been right, down more, to San right? Diego? Once. they are massive seals there's no border nothing you could walk right up to the seals practically almost touch them yeah scythe didn't even unlock his fucking bird scooter no he kept the bird scooter <laughs> up at the top of the cliff and he just sat there looking down at us with the seals you would not even bother to come check out the seals why because you hate animals they stink they fucking they're slimy it's
1: disgusting. Why do you want to be around animals? First of all, they don't stink. <laughs> the, <laughs> the low tide was stinking in that area. How would you know you weren't even there? I smelled it. The low tide of the nah, beach. That was
0: disgusting. That was a Chinese tourist. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with the low tide, fam. They felt, smelled great down there. <laughs> but that's you. You just decide to hate animals for no fucking reason. I hate them. But, hate- but for what? Something happened. Like- no, nothing happened. I don't. You don't like good weather. You don't like Valentine's I Day. I like... Cold weather. My
1: dream is to own a home in Vermont. That I like cold weather. Mm-hmm. I like sunny days, freezing cold. Mm-hmm. I don't like LA weather. No.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a sham. Okay. Christmas. <laughs> I'm not Christian. Okay. <laughs> I'm not Christian. Why am I celebrating your you? That's your Lord. Great. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm not Christian. Right.
3: But Christmas is not like a religious
1: holiday. Yes, it is. But not now. Yeah, it's one hundred percent a, you a question. religious holiday. Do you take weekends off? My life is a weekend. What does My that life mean? is a Saturday. Every day I do whatever the fuck I want. Every day. Any day. Uh huh.
0: Great. I do whatever I but want. But when you worked at the radio, you would take yeah. the weekends off, right? No. I never take days off. Very rarely. <laughs> This fucking guy, <laughs> but man. I'm doing not what I love. Fucking guy, that's not what we're talking, talking about. We're love. talking about certain like traditions you just take part in. You take part no. in students, or just you no, brush I your teeth t- in the morning. I don't, t- yes, okay. You brush your teeth at night, yes, okay. You have breakfast. Mm, no, you have, Sometimes. Brec- you have breakfast Okay, I'll tell you one about face? breakfast. Right, I'll tell you one about breakfast. All right, go.
1: Sometimes I like to eat a, a burger for breakfast, and people are like, "Nah, it's because you fat." Okay, besides that, people are like, "Ugh, how could you eat a burger at breakfast?" Okay, what the fuck is the difference between a hamburger bun and a piece of toast? What's the difference between a burger and a sausage patty? It's the same shit. So when you eat an egg and cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. you're eating a fucking burger. If you eat a sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin, you're eating a
0: burger. You know what What the fuck are? is the difference? You're an angry Puerto Rican Seinfeld.
2: No, that's, well, that's what tough. you are I'm you're in an angry George Puerto Castanza. Rican
0: Seinfeld no, no it's Seinfeld it's not Seinfeld what's the deal with a uh, cheese sandwich <laughs> but you gotta do it super angry and Puerto Rican why don't put
1: cheese in the bread I gotta figure out how to do it uh, in stand up though what's, yeah, the like... <laughs> what's the deal with cheese and bread what's the deal with hamburguesa but why are you getting upset why do people get upset? Because people are fucking sheep and they're mm-hmm. slaves. Why are we celebrate crema? they slaves. <laughs> Why we, we celebrate crema for? Th- you want to get into it? It's the <laughs> I want to get into the it. The deaf, dumb, and blind 85%ers just doing whatever here they're told go. to do. Here we they're, go. Doing whatever they're told here to do. Here we go. You go down the here we, go Tell us about that 5% teaching. the, the sound. That someone has set for sign you. the God. Somebody said. Speak that wisdom. Speak that truth. Sight the God. What's Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. Someone has to mm-hmm. tell you the day to love your mother. Oh damn, you woke! Are you friend. out of your fucking mind? Damn you woke! The word "woke" is mad, crazy, disrespectful. Woke is the wrong term for what you're trying to say. Right. Woke is the is the way. Right. In in uneducated people say awake. Ah, it is the uneducated way to say awake. And now they've made their movement based on a completely wrong term. You know what I know. Tell us. Tell us
0: how you (laughs) feel, (laughs) Sife. Tell us how you
1: feel. You know, people from the hub are like, oh, son, I'm woke. No, dickhead.
0: You're awake. Whoa, you're awake. Whoa, now I see how you said that shit about the Haitians. It was, just, it was this level of anger that was popping up. You know what I mean? It was someone's like, yo, you be fucking Haitian bitches, safe?" You were
1: like, no. Nah, I fucked a lot of Haitian bitches.
0: You did? Yes. Why you gotta call them bitches, bro.
1: You did. Sapasei. Falancies, Nabu What? You knew the next
0: part? I what are you talking about? <laughs> I got nine Haitian friends. Nine? <laughs> Yo, if you get 10, do you get your own doll? <laughs> you get what? Your own doll. A Vadoo? A Vadoo doll? Don't call it Vadoo like you
1: fucking Haitian. It's Vadoo. It's Voodoo. No, it's voodoo. You are American. Yeah.
0: You don't even speak Spanish. Yeah, You're not I gonna say, start speaking Patois. I speak Patois correctly. <laughs> Stop that. it. Learn Spanish first, Jose Luis Diaz. This motherfucker don't even speak his own language. He said Vadoo. <laughs> <laughs> say one other word in Haitian Patois. Huh? Exactly.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> say AIDS. Shit, uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is why Rosenberg and Charlemagne don't get along. Why? Because Rosenberg Mm -hmm. hates the fact that when that shit happened to me with the Haitian shit, that Charlemagne went after me. Mm. I didn't give a shit. Right. Charlemagne's doing what he does. Right. And this is the early days of Charlemagne. Right. When he was new on the radio on Power 105. Right. I don't knock somebody for doing what they do. He saw opportunity. He took it. Because y'all would have done the same thing to him. I wouldn't have, but people would have. yes. people would have. Yeah, but I was like, but he's all upset, and it started this long back and forth thing that they have. But I was like, what the?
0: F- why? You- yeah. Rosenberg is fake with that because he he says it's real on the radio and then in person he's like it's all wrestling, right? Oh yeah, that's, it's that's all a wrestling. Whole, that's, right? a, that's a whole nother life. But I'm just saying, like,
1: yeah. I don't. When people do what they do, it doesn't affect me. Right. Like, yeah, that's what he's known for. Why? Why would I get a pass? Why would anybody get a pass? That's what he does. And, and certain people do their thing, and that's how, you know, they are who they
0: are. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I okay. don't give a shit. So tell us how you passed on Drake.
1: Drake. Drake's a good guy.
0: Okay, you're talking about
2: <laughs> you're talking You about, thought
0: that
1: we You thought we were I just knew, gonna was, talk about the accomplishments? No, I knew it was coming. Now I want to butter you up. But I but let me tell you something. You're talking about What's the, joke. the deal with Canadian rap? <laughs> Who would listen to Canadian rap? I mean, about, really? You're talking about the joke that the guy
0: I grew up in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> what could be so gangster about growing up in a cul-de-sac?
1: You're talking about the joke I do
0: <laughs> What's the deal with that circle ham That they call Canadian bacon I mean ketchup chips Come on <laughs>
2: so, so let oh, me set this son. up yeah. so Wait, 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 wait. Real quick right. It was
1: there because you had to leave The next morning at breakfast mm-hmm. We with the chick and she orders her bacon soft. Son,
0: this shit, uh, yo, son. this yo. was the weirdest thing I ever seen. Like, I know Seif is a sociopath because of the games he plays with Japanese women, right? We all know that, right? We all know that. About Even the way you laugh into it, He you just got a little more joy. He just got a little more joy out of it, right? So, like, you're a sociopath, that's fine, right? Shorty orders... A side of bacon, right? She goes to the fucking waitress's face, right? The waitress is a Mexican-American girl. Obviously, English first language, but grew up speaking Spanish too, right? (laughs) She goes, I'll just have a side of bacon. And can I have the bacon uh, soft? (laughs) <laughs> this Mexican chick has never felt more Mexican In her entire <laughs> life son She looks straight at her and she goes Excuse me? <laughs> she goes soft She goes Yeah like not well done Like you know Like undercooked And and I, I look at Siphon And Siphon just looks at me like I told you bro I've been telling you For like hours Like it's crazy You needed
2: this to realize <laughs> like, Shorty
0: ordered uncooked bacon
3: no,
2: Alex
1: I said, I said to her I said Wait, do you mean, like, because some people order it crispy. Yeah. So do you want it, like, you want regular bacon, not crispy. She's like, no, no, no. 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 Undercooked. Like, yeah, undercooked. Like, like rare bacon, she, she bacon. even, like,
3: specified yes. that. yeah, Me- yeah. She, Yo, this- she, she wanted medium
0: rare bacon, bro. Yeah. Bacon. Right out the package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couple seconds on it. Yo, dude came out from the kitchen. Another guy. <laughs> <laughs> the chef showed up. Not dude. The chef showed up. He goes, We cannot do it. <laughs> he just said, she goes, We cannot do it. We cannot do it. No.
1: He can't do it because he read the requirements of the yeah. establishment, like all food must be cooked yeah. to serve <laughs> Yo, customers. That's, that's probably how
3: they stay skinny. Yo. Bro. Just eat a bunch of uncooked Yo. meat and have so a bunch then, of turbines and shit yeah. in this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Just cut the worm in the body yeah.
0: eating with it. That's metabolism. That's a good <laughs> idea. The tapeworm diet? Yeah. Boom. yeah. Get on it, Saif. Get your bacon nice and rare. <laughs> I don't know why we said that. Oh, yeah. So go. so back to Canadian bacon. Okay. This is ham. Back to Canadians, right? So, Scythe, yes, has signed many, many artists, not signed many artists, but found, discovered, and broken many, many artists. Yes. Okay. We all know about those artists. We know about all the successes, all the accolades, mm-hmm. all the money he's made for other people and not received anything back. <laughs> not not at
3: any directly, anything. but
0: not the I big get time.
3: Oh, <laughs> you didn't measure Rick Ross. You
0: discovered Ross? No, I you didn't, didn't broke discover Rick. I broke him. You broke Rick Ross. And I got him signed. (laughs) Yeah. Son.
2: I should have
0: done my wikis.
2: Yeah.
1: You broke Ross? Yeah. Hustling. Every day hustling. 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 That's all me. 100%. Really? Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? I was in Miami. Yeah. Friends with Khaled. Yeah. Khaled said he had this record that was starting to bubble in Miami. And I brought it back to New York and it was christmas season so i was on the radio a lot because around christmas time everybody starts taking off and i was the number one filling yeah. this is before i had my own shows really yeah, yeah yeah so i was filling in for flex a lot and i and i murdered that this is when it's a long story but ratings were done differently you can't go in on a record nowadays because people will change the station they have so many other options to listen to so you got to like just play a hit but back then it was about the dj So I would burn this unknown record that no one ever heard, and I would burn it, play it, talk over it. New York, you need to know this. This is going to be big. Dude out of Miami, Rick Ross, shout out to Khaled. I'm telling you, all my hustling, I start yelling out blocks, I know, in Brooklyn and the Bronx and Queens. If you a hustler on this block, if you a hustler on this block, all the hustlers that do this, hustling, hustling, hustling. If you hustle this, if you this kind of hustler, if you that kind of hustler, you hustle drugs, you hustle Credit card scams. You do. You a hustle Like phone lines going crazy. What is this? What is it? Burning it every day. Playing it. Starting it over. Back, 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 back. To the point where. Uh, and I hit Jay-Z. Right? Because I was. Um, was I working for him at the time? I don't know if I was working for him at the time. But he it was after Rihanna. So he knows I find records. I texted him. It was like. I want to say like the 22nd. Of December. You know the music industry, <clears throat> excuse me, the music industry shuts down the last two weeks of the year. No one works. It's, you're off for the That's rest of the, the year. The
0: whole entertainment industry.
1: Yeah. So I text Jay. I said, Jay, there's a record out of Miami. The shit is fire. You need to know about it. He said, okay, hit me, you know, on the 27th. Like, it's Christmas. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, I'm on it. Boom. I go I go, ham, ham, hamburger, playing the record, going crazy. Here's why he got upset. At that time, the music industry, the reason why Khaled is who he is today, the timing was impeccable because all the artists wanted to record in Miami because New York was... Was cold and it was nasty You go to Miami The bitches are banging The right. weed All that stuff Isn't right. that
0: crazy That people like warm weather
1: Yeah and it's weird <laughs> So so a lot of studios Started opening in Miami And everybody was recording down there Remember right. The early days of Cash Money Of course Timberland. Yes All of them had studios in Miami Khaled was the man at that time So everybody was down there So he knew how to like Cater to all these artists Take them to the dope clubs Bring them weed Bring girls around Why was he the man? He He just was the man in Miami. Radio, what was he? He was on the radio. Okay. But Cal is just the man. Right. He's just the man. He he'll figure it out. Anyway, all the A and R's are in Miami working on all these albums. Jay Z comes back, top of the year, screams at all his A and R's. Why the fuck are y'all in Miami using up all your budgets? expense accounts and nobody knew about this record and cypher sounds gave me this record right so the you know they figured out because if you because you remember he the, the 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 record uh He got a line in the record where he's like, my birds fly across the Atlantic, something like that. And then Atlantic was going to sign him. And then eventually Def Jam signed him with Jay was president Mm -hmm. of Def Jam. And then Jay jumps on the remix and he changes the line to like a Def Jam line or whatever, Rockefeller, whatever. So yeah. So like I was uh, broke that record fucking no way anyone would have heard that before me.
0: Nothing. Right. More than Rihanna. You broke that record in New York. New York. Right, and now you're syndicated as well, so you're going into other markets? No, No, not syndicated, but my mixes used to get like bootlegged. Right, So, and when you mean break a record, this is not just I played it on the radio. You No, 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 no. I stood behind it. Right, this is, yo, this is the shit. If you heard hustling at that time, and then
1: I was the only one with it, and I would go to a club and play, and they'd be like, oh, that's the shit he was playing on the radio. Like, there was no one else playing it. I'm the only one who had it. Every day. You can ask anybody. You can ask Young Sav. Young Sav is Fat Man Scoop's little brother. He eventually, later on down the line, he eventually became the president of, what was Rick Ross's label? Um, Maybach Music. Maybach Music. He was the president of Maybach. And he he was in the room running the boards of the radio station. And he was like, damn, you going in on this record. What is this? I'm like, yo, some shit Khaled gave me. So you just fucking knew. Yeah. Something clicks for you with a song. Song or artist, something about it, yeah. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to monetize that, but yeah, I got I got the gift. And Jay signed it. And
0: I was happy to be a part of it. So you didn't get a, another time Jay fucked you. The fucking guy, Shit. his name was
1: Shakir. He <laughs> was a AR, uh he was an AR for. He worked for Jermaine Dupree. It's, it's a long story. Anyway, he ended up... I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he asked, his name was Shake. Everybody called him Shake. He ended up eventually killing himself later down the line. Yeah, it was really sad. He was a great dude. And he told me, he said, you fucking up. He's like, you're not getting your credit. You got to fight for that shit. That's what I'm telling you, He's man. He's like, don't give no one the records. Don't give no one the records before you work out your deal. Ah, uh. But I'm I'm ignorant. I oh no, they're gonna remember. They're gonna help me out.
0: No, I think your problem is not the fact that you do it. I think that you have good intentions because you want to help people and you want to put them up. But you also need to sing your praises as well. Yeah, I don't. I suck at that. Like Khaled will go help people. Oh, Khaled is. But the best. Khaled will also say, "I'm the best." Yeah. You're Khaled without ego.
2: Yeah
1: you oh, egoless Cal, yeah. Me and Khaled were exactly the same. Right. Exactly the same.
0: You both can recognize talent. You both can connect talent. You both can make a song. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, you actually can produce the music. Khaled don't even produce the music. He does a little. A Not little anymore, but he used to. Fair enough. But the difference is Khaled is willing to say, yo, we the best music. Yeah, I suck at I Always shit. did. You do. But that's, that's what I say on this, this podcast literally every single week. It's like you got to state your claim. What mm-hmm. did Jay say? Who the best? Biggie J or Nas. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody was fucking mentioning Jay Z <laughs> at that time. Like that. When you first heard that line, you were like, What the fuck is this bozo? <laughs> right? Like, but he put himself in a convo. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you gotta establish, you gotta say it. Cause if you don't say it, nobody's gonna say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Khaled, I'm Luckily talking about Luckily, you got me saying
1: it for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you, assholes. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, exactly the same. 100%. Khaled, the first time Khaled was ever on Hot 97 was because of me. Mm-hmm. Khaled knows.
0: Pitbull. You broke Pitbull? What? Son. What? Who else did you break? Uh,
1: Khaled. Pit- I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I gave him a shot. I didn't break Khaled or whatever. But Pitbull. Pitbull. Rick Ross. Rihanna. Not Mob Deep, but I broke Quiet Storm, the song. What? Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, there was no. That was all oh, me. Uh, Nina what? Sky. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nina's guy was my group. That's when I started to. That's hold on. Quiet yeah. Storm
0: is your song. My song. My song. Nobody, nobody. Is there a more well? Well, what? What do you think is the most well-known Mob Deep song? Quiet Storm or Shook or Ones. Or Shook Ones. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. Quiet Storm, I think, is bigger.
1: If you're a real might, yeah, yeah, fan, yeah. Shook Ones is the, it, the yeah, number yeah. one. The right. first but thing I said. it Quiet Storm might be a little more popular. Quiet Storm, there, yeah. especially with the Little Kim remakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy but shit. That record is not a mob Deep record. That record was a Prodigy record. Mm. A solo record that he was working on for his solo album. Mm-hmm. And I got it on Dat from the studio from Prodigy. To listen to on dat, no hook. What is dat? A dat used to be before CDs, uh-huh, it were digital audio tapes. It was like a little tape, but it was digital. So okay. the quality was better. Was where you record your masters to when you record albums. It that. was on a dat. Yeah. I brought a dat machine to the Tunnel Nightclub and used to play two songs I broke. Uh Quiet Storm and Cameron Horse and Carriage with mace on it. And I would play it off of a dat. And they're like, why are you bringing equipment into the tunnel? It's a night, like play records. I'm like, no, but this nah, song this I is have. That this is before you could burn a CD. Right. No MP3s. Right. I brought the machine in there. I plugged it in and fucking broke those they records. It went fucking insane or what? Oh, Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm what? Quiet Storm would not be Quiet Storm if it wasn't for me playing it at the tunnel. The people from Loud Records used to come to the tunnel. The kid from Loud Records, Chris Green, shout out to Chris Green, came up to me and was like, what is this? And he works at the label. It was like, what is this you keep playing? And I'm like, some Prodigy shit. Shit is fire. And I'll play a you. I have it in my computer. I have the... Then they he went back to the label and was like, yo, there's some record that Syphes playing that's crazy. You have the
0: actual song in your computer? Yeah, I have the demo version. Yeah, play that. Right now? Hell yeah, get that shit out. I want to hear it. <laughs> But continue but talking could tell while the you difference. get it out. Yeah, but you could tell the difference, and
1: because um, it wasn't ma- Havoc made the beat, but Havoc made it for Prodigy's solo album before there even was a Prodigy solo album, and they were working on a Mob Deep album, and they didn't have a single. And um, and he was like, "Yo, Cypher Sounds is playing some song in the
0: Tunnel." So for everybody listening right now, is not familiar. The Tunnel was the hip hop nightclub in New York City. In the what? Nineties, mid nineties
1: into the late nineties into two thousands. If you watch the DMX Get At Me Dog video, yes. the whole video's in the tunnel. Right. The movie Belly starts in the in tunnel. In the tunnel, right? And records would be broken in broken. the tunnel. DMX Get At Me Dog, Benjamins, put your uh put it in your mouth, Akineli, Busta Rhymes. Oof. Um Jay-Z um with Jay Z, with Beanie Siegel, put your hands up. Five a.m. in and, and, and the club. club. Yeah. Uh, 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 Memphis Bleak. Memphis uh, Bleak burn. is money. Memphis Bleak. Burn. Yeah. All yeah. those records broke in the tunnel.
0: Um. Now, and just to put things in perspective, there was one place. Like right now, you have a million different places to go out and party. This, that, the other. Right. There was one place that everybody would go for hip hop music yeah. in New York City at the time. Yeah. Didn't matter if you were from the Bronx, didn't matter if you were from Brooklyn, didn't matter if you were from Queens, Manhattan, didn't matter. Everybody was at the tunnel. What's wrong?
1: Yeah. It's not long. It, yeah.
0: Notoriously dangerous. I mean,
1: it was, oh, super dangerous.
0: Explain the scenario we're walking into like every so, week stabbings.
1: First of all, the search, the search at the, when you walked in the club was like Rikers Island jail search. Right. Um. There's. This is all like the. I mean, it was a Sunday night. It was a Sunday night. So like
0: Sunday night you know was wow. the animals. That. that yeah, you didn't have a job if so you came to the tunnel. It's, like, yeah, it's like you right. definitely sell drugs.
1: Yeah, you're, you're the only
0: it. people that are not waking up in the morning. Right. Right. I didn't know it was Sunday. I always thought it was a whole weekend. Then oh football. Sunday. Because so
1: they didn't doing? like hip-hop on... Their Saturday and Fridays were for, for white people that paid a lot to go to clubs. Like This was the off... The only way you could get a hip-hop night back then is do the off night. You got to do the off night. Thursday, Sunday...
0: I had no clue. I thought Tunnel was its own club specifically for hip-hop. No. A matter of fact, the party wasn't even called Tunnel. It was called
1: Mecca. The party was called Mecca. It was just at the Tunnel. The word the Tunnel became... It, it won the brand battle yeah yeah, yeah, the yeah, the brand
0: battle um wow
3: i didn't yeah. know that me no neither idea.
0: it's crazy there hasn't been a documentary done about the tunnel uh, they're working on it because there was the tunnel and i think there was another place called uh sue's run no cafe lou what was the place in the bronx cafe lou's no sue's rendezvous sue's rendezvous was a that's strip a strip club. club no there's another place, johnny's
1: Johnny's well, for what for
0: hip-hop yeah something john johnny's something i don't know but like Notorious Place getting shot up every weekend, but everybody would continue going. Not you're like
3: talking about... um El Cafe or something like You're
0: that.
1: talking about... Um, John? Johnny's? Uh, you're talking about the X Bar, which was before that was... Um, oh, you're talking about um, Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Jimmy's.
0: Jimmy's. Yeah, what that was, was after it? Jimmy's Uptown. Jimmy's um, Bronx uh, Cafe. Bronx Cafe. Yeah. Jimmy's was another one. Yeah. I used to DJ there too. Are we restarting? Um, yeah. Okay. Started. Take your time. It's fine. So... Okay, so so when you're breaking a record, yeah. the reason it can break is because literally everyone is there. Yeah. That's what people don't realize, right? Like when you yeah. say I broke a record, you can't break a record at one oak because everybody's not at one oak. We're
2: yeah, talking also about there's
0: way different ways to get records nowadays. No no, no I'm saying like everybody in hip hop is at this one place. Yeah, yes. the who's who. The who's who are there, yes. the rappers are there, the the industry the industry's there, everybody's at this one fucking spot, mm. right? hmm You put that record on, everybody starts vibing, boom. Yeah, not the thing. first week. It
1: took weeks. It took uh-huh. weeks.
0: Ah. It took weeks. Yo, And that, also... Yo, that,
1: that fucking opener keeps playing some Mob Deep shit. Some Prodigy... The fuck is that? Oh, yeah, I like this. Oh, this sounds dope. Yo, what is that? Yo, what is that? What is that? What is that?
0: And then eventually... And when it caught, you knew it. I knew it before it caught. I just... But you saw it catch and you were like, oh, shit, yeah. I did that. Yeah. and then And then eventually
1: there was this thing called the shoulder and you're playing a record. You're breaking it is getting a reaction. Flex walks in and puts his hand on your shoulder. That means don't play that next week. I'm playing that.
0: And you got shoulder by Flex. N-
1: not with that one. Cause it was on a dat, but a lot of records. Yeah. Oh,
0: so what he, what you're talking about is not at the radio he station. Was the, no, you're yeah, talking the about, and that's another thing. So Flex was the guy who DJed every Sunday yeah. at that time. Yeah, at it was tunnel. his party. It was his party. And so Flex comes to you and he says, hey, that shit is now part of the main set. Yeah. That's it's getting such a reaction. I gotta play this from now on. And what people don't realize is like so there's like the opener DJ who's not allowed to play the songs yeah, that the closing DJ is gonna play. Right. So you really gotta be out there trying to find shit. Yeah. Wow. What was the first song that you got shouldered? Um, the the
1: um the Lost Boys. Shout out to the peeps, the Lex Coops, Beamers, and the Benz. For all because that was the B side of lifestyles of the rich and shameless. Mm. So I was like, oh, I can't play lifestyles. That's a main hit record.
0: Right. So I'm gonna play the other side. Did you have any connection to Big L? I knew him. But did you like his music? Did you yeah, play it? Of course. I was such a huge Big L fan. Yeah. Big L was amazing. Did you break anything of him? No,
1: but I was part of A&R of his album after he passed away, like his posthumous album.
0: What, Lifestyle?
2: Lifestyles Uh,
0: of the Rich and uh, Dangerous or whatever it is? No, I forgot what it was called. Was it Flamboyant? Flamboyant for Life? Yeah, yeah. Or Flamboyant or something.
3: Um, You know what I'm learning and I'm seeing a pattern in Sife? He's always been the selfless person. yeah. Yeah. So even in DJing, you were doing the same thing that you're doing now in comedy. Same
1: thing, yeah. That's why I'm a loser.
3: Yeah. That's what I'm trying to change with this podcast. Like you would give up the hot records for Well no,
0: you that's just you have to do as a DJ.
3: Yeah, but now there's now there's certain DJs that still won't do that. Yeah, but then they don't get to open for the hot DJs. Simple as that. Well, there's no more openers.
0: That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's
3: that's the, the a, whole game is, re- yeah. is
0: but Destroyed. let's say for example, Flex was gonna have someone open for him, he would still say, Don't touch these records.
1: He can't anymore. What you mean? Nobody if, I mean no if no he- don't respect it if he- Brings his own, yeah. Opening. I'm saying he brings yeah, the guy, he brings his own. Yes, that's the only way to do it.
0: Yeah, that's no different with stand up. You'd be like, Yo, I'm gonna talk about these topics tonight. Yeah. try to avoid if you got anything. Yeah. I want it to be fresh when my when they see it. Yeah, um, where's this track? Okay, ready? Yeah, we so are ready. Put this yeah, just like put it like that. We'll hear it when it's here. It.
1: So, this is the regular quiet storm. Oh, sorry. Oops, that's not it.
0: Let our niggas know right now. That? Yeah. That's fine. That shit is the truth. Why is it keep saying you got
1: your thing or something? Okay, oh right, right? right. Hey, here. Listen to the drums. I put my lifetime in between the papers' lines. I'm the quiet storm nigga who fight bomb. P yeah, you heard of him, but I ain't concerned okay. with them. Okay, you got that? Yeah. That's the regular version. This is what I used to play in the tunnel. Hold on. Demo.
0: Boom. Back.
1: No storm yeah. noises. The, kit, the, the snare's mad hard.
0: And traditional just boom
2: back. I is it's bad That's a trophy. Huh. Oh.
0: Between the papers, lines. I'm the quiet storm nigga who fight, no, This
1: shit is fire, shit is better, All bro. Right. It's harder. Bro, yeah, it's why harder. they switch it? Because once Havoc mixed it, like if you ever noticed my if you're a Mob Deep fan, Havoc drums are always light. They always like he there's something about the way Havoc produces. He likes the light snare. Yeah. Where when it was just a raw demo, he didn't mix it yet, so it was harder.
0: And that slaps in the club too yeah. with the bass. Yeah.
1: And then and then another thing I don't get credit for that I made that's a New York That you banger say all the time. Then I took Mob Deep, Quiet Stone that I fucking broke, and made this.
3: <laughs> oh. I thought you was gonna say something.
0: Was it 112?
1: this group called 112. Stole it. It was a group called In Essence. This is a New York club banger. Yeah. You remember this? Every
3: New York party, they'll usually do that mix into the the song I I remember this song. I always thought this
0: was 112.
3: Nope. See what I? Group from Toronto called In Essence. What I thought you were gonna say is the iconic hip hop noise that every DJ plays. Oh, the air horn. yeah. Yeah. That's you. Son You uh, don't know that? Hold on <laughs> Hold
0: on You don't know that? That is the cypher sound? Okay, no sound. I didn't invent that it That is I the cypher sound? Let me tell you something Can you I tell you what happened? Air
1: Can I tell you what happened? Okay airhorn is a Jamaican Caribbean thing Okay I Got a lot of Broke a uh, uh, Cut a lot of my teeth In the Jamaican world Yes I love dance hall music Yes The air horn was a, a Known thing My style of DJing is dance hall style, but playing hip hop. There's no doubt about it. The way I talk, the way I introduce records, all I'm doing is biting dance hall DJs.
0: And the dance hall DJ is the star of yeah. the night. Oh, yeah, definitely. And 100%. That's why you want that saying. But I
1: just I, I like their style. So I basically took dance hall and started doing it with hip hop. Right. That's why I say I'm like Khaled, because Khaled did the same thing. The air horn was a known thing in the Jamaican world. I started playing it on the radio. I made, this is before we had samplers, laptops with sound effects. There's none of that. There's If you want to play a sound effect, you had to fucking like burn a CD. It was retarded. I made this at the radio station. Okay, listen to this. I made this in the back production office of the radio station on a old, old digital editing software we had this is i don't know 99 right okay ready so in jamaican culture they had i don't know how they did it but they had some kind of way to make that air horn go over and over and i didn't know how to do it so i was like okay i'll just make it in the computer so that it sounds like i'm hitting it right Somehow, this is in the Hot 97 company computer. Somehow, it gets out. I think it was either Green Lantern or Who Kid. That's what I've narrowed it down to. Green Lantern or Who Kid stole it. Not stole, but they took it out of the computer and started using it. But somehow, this is the early days of the internet. Somehow, it got on the internet. So now we're in the 2000s. And this guy, there's a guy, this guy did a report on me on CNN, this thing called the Big Picture, maybe. Or he did this report. He did. That was the Big th- L album, the Big Picture. Oh, Big Picture. Yeah. He did, this guy did thorough research mm-hmm. and narrowed it down to the reason the air horn has become a cultural phenomenon was because of me. He approached me with the research I'm like, what are you talking about? Suck. The air horn existed already. He goes, he goes. This, that sample that I just event. played you,
2: yeah.
1: That sample that I just played you somehow got on an early version of the internet sharing, whatever. Anytime Pharrell, Timberland, any artist was doing any, uh, no doubt. Um, there's another pop, a big pop record in London. Whoever was savvy with the internet would search for air horn noise and that one would come up that particular version Now there's a whole bunch of different ones, but that one came up and if you listen to certain songs that is in there in the background And like the guy was like I've did my he said he did all this research and he asked people where they got this and then he found the site and it was like either LimeWire or fucking Napster or some one of them crazy things. All trails led to. And he said, he goes, it, it went to Green Lantern. He's like, where did you get this from? He's like, yo, that was in the computer of Hot 97. You know what I'm saying? And it got down and he researched it and he goes, and, I, and he was trying to give me credit for inventing it. Like, I didn't invent it. it. was a whole culture uses this. And he, he basically said that the way I used it on the radio and the way I made that is what made it spread. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, are the greatest AR yeah. in the history. I mean, what am I
3: supposed to of do, music, though? bro? <laughs> like that's it like, right there. You started the air horn. It's, it's become vernacular, like people in sentences. It's go, a brr, joke. Brr, brr. <laughs> like, it's oh, literally a joke.
0: Yeah, like when someone says something, like with their bombs. Yeah. we go. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that came from you. This is insane. So, so, so I just told you this yesterday. You know the term basic, right? Yeah. Duval invented the term basic. Right. Like, I'll be with white girls in bed, and they'll be like, oh, I can't do that. It's so basic. And I'm like, you have no fucking right. clue that my boy Lil he Duval it, inv- he would just did it on Twitter. It was a thing on Twitter where he'd be like, yeah, you're a basic bitch if you. You're right. a basic bitch if you. And it was just a hip-hop thing. Right. And White girls, fat, t- it, yeah, they, they, it became their greatest yeah. insecurity. It, if you ask a white girl what is their greatest insecurity right now, yeah. it will be being basic. being basic. Yeah, That is insane. Like To me, I just sit there and chuckle because I know the guy who put that out there yeah, in the ecosystem. It's, we it's always felt. talk about on this show about like how you have to affect things from the ground, from underneath the ground. Yeah. They have to grow into the ecosystem yeah. from below but, it. Was he talking about white girls at the time? No, he was just talking about About any chick. He was the Jamaicans. He was the Jamaicans using the air horn. Right. And some white girl saw Caught caught on somewhere, yeah. So you were that for the fucking air horn. Yep.
1: I don't get publishing on it, though, so whatever.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, we're going to take another break real quick. Talk about a show brought to you by Vice Land. Okay? Vice Live. Comedians Marie Faustin, Zach Fox, Sandy Honig, and the rapper Fat Tony They're going to be on this show, and they're going to tackle all of today's hottest news and bring you field pieces from across the globe, musical performances, stand-up comedy, and so much more. They'll be joined each night by celebrities, newsmakers, experts, random characters, all live from Vice's headquarters in Brooklyn. It's loud, unpredictable, and it's crazy. It's Vice Live. Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Viceland or on the Viceland app. Fuck it. We'll do it live. That's what they're going to do. Make sure you check it out. Uh, very funny people involved in this project. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and you should go check it out. That's Viceland TV, Vice Live. All right? Go check that shit out. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so Drake. so Yeah, Drake. Because this is really your biggest fuck-up when you think about it. Okay. Right? <laughs> sure. Because you've done all these things in your life, right? You've had all these... People that you connected with that went on to be famous, but you were never in the position to sign them. You were never in the position to monetize them. You were never in the position to actually reap the fruits of the seeds that you sowed, right? You were the guy making these connections and you weren't so selfish, so greedy that you were trying to make a buck on it. You thought it would just come back to you naturally. <laughs> the universe recognizes this in his Sounds. Yeah. You've had an illustrious career on the radio and DJing. Yeah. You've followed your great life. You've had an amazing life. You have two beautiful children, great <laughs> wife. You you've followed your career um and you followed your passion into stand-up comedy. Reach incredible successes with stand-up comedy. Not only you're regular at the Comedy seller, your own stand-up comedy show on t- True TV. Yeah. It's not like you haven't had these successes. No, plenty of success. Plenty of success. But sometimes the universe steps in and they go, "You know what?" You need to have insane success. You need to have incredible success. You need to have otherworldly success. What I'm going to (laughs) do is I'm going to drop something at your (laughs) fucking doorstep. I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop the most prolific, successful musician in the last decade, in the last decade. On your doorstep and you have to do nothing instead of you going out to find it it's gonna find you now for once if you're in the position to make all that money and more than what you thought of here it is (laughs) bow is tied in a basket all you got to do is take it and nurse it to life let it suck on your bosom okay (laughs) Aubrey Graham uh-huh. was delivered to you, <laughs> mouth open, your teeth was ready to be sucked, <laughs> and what did you say? Build the wall. <laughs> you said no Canadians I said, allowed. Not, no, I'll
1: tell you exactly what I said. Tell me. I'm not really into music right now. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> What
1: the fuck happens? And I know you gotta run too, but no, we're no. good, we're good. What the I fuck happens? I'm happen- into music right now. I mean, you're talking... It's okay, you're okay. good. You're talking... Here's the problem with the Drake story. He's making fun of me because I do a I do a joke now. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I make I do a lot of jokes, but I never talk about myself or I never talk about the rap game. Nobody gives a fuck. Tell the story about the. So Drake I'm trying. So <laughs> now I have a joke.
0: joke. We don't care about the joke. Tell the real story. Fuck
1: okay. the joke. Okay. The joke makes me sound like I didn't sign him though. Well, you I did. I didn't sign
0: him. Okay. Yeah. But you are. The you're joke. thinking
1: of Drake today. That's yeah. not who it was when Nobody I met him. Nobody gives a fuck.
0: None of these people who were who they were when you were had the opportunity to sign them. Rihanna okay. wasn't who they were. Cuckoo right. Cow wasn't. He was still in his project. <laughs> right, <laughs> Bro, a few people are going to get that, and they are
2: dying laughing right now. <laughs> they are fucking dying. So that was his artist...
0: We keep pushing off the Drake story okay, And it's Drake. somewhat by design I just want to say okay. I love us playing But real quick for Cuckoo Cow Cuckoo yeah. Cow was supposed to make you millions of dollars Yeah You Cuckoo signed Cow. Cuckoo
1: Cow Yeah He, he has- was like To me he was like a Midwestern ODB
0: Yes He's this Midwestern ODB He has this song that got tons of radio play the Number one rap record Number one number rap one rap record on the charts On the charts In my projects My mm-hmm. projects thick. Pop- Don't come to Pop- my projects all over the country Hot I knew it Poppin'. Popping. Loved it. Okay. Scythe actually signs them. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Tommy Boy Records. To Tommy Boy Records. It's on and fucking popping. Scythe's about to be a millionaire. One issue. Correct. 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 <laughs> Correct. Issue. Correct. And not a productive crackhead like DMX. Like a crack. Head. yeah it was bad it was bad go
1: to film your music video yeah oh yeah he disappeared we couldn't find him for two the days video. just go we, we had to get a hotel room. when he finally showed up we we got a hotel room top floor so he couldn't sneak out the window put him in a hotel and then me and my partner had to take shifts just basically sleeping in front of his hotel room on the door like and he, oh, he kept opening it, looking out, trying to escape. And we just be there like, nah, where are you going? Where are you going? no, nah, nah, I was just seeing what's out here. <laughs> so that didn't
0: work out because of crack. Okay. Yeah. So Drake so met there. Drake
1: in a diner.
0: You meet Drake in a diner. Wait, which one? In Franz Toronto? Diner in Toronto. I know Franz. Franz Diner by the
1: Eaton Center. And uh, well, earlier in the day, Oliver, you know Oliver, no. OVO? No. How are you talking all this Drake shit? You don't know Oliver. I don't know anything. All right. Oliver worked in a sneaker store. Right. And he was like, yo, I got this, this one of my boys. He's an artist. He gave me the mixtape. The mixtape was, if you look up Drake's comeback season, that was the mixtape. Wow. Come oh, on. It's like, the peacoat, <laughs> the foliage behind him. So whatever. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, whatever. I'm not really into music right now. Then later that night or the next day, it was at, it was Carabander weekend, which so is a
0: huge. God gives you one chance. Yeah. God delivers it to you. Now, I met him at but, a Friends but, Diner. But but no no, this is Oliver. You're with Oliver. Yeah. You're not with Drake yet. So yeah. because the way God works is he doesn't want you to know it's God. Right. Right. So he sends messengers, right? Mm-hmm. It can't be that blatantly obvious or else you're like, <laughs> oh shit, it's obviously God. I might yeah. have to start celebrating Christmas and stop being such a fucking Grinch. Right? <laughs> so so he just sends this person who's like a couple derivatives away from God. Yeah. Oliver. Uh-huh. Right? Who the fuck is Oliver? Yeah. Right. Oliver's big. Oliver gives you the the thing. Yeah. Do you listen or no? no don't even listen let's do it. it so no. god's like uh,
1: okay i see yeah. how it is i mean i was there for caravan weekend i didn't have a cd player in my hotel right, right right
0: right you know right what of I'm course saying? not okay so, so then later that day
1: yeah so where it's are like you four in the morning franz diner franz diner and drake comes up to me or whatever and drake's like yo um you know yeah I, you know whatever you know well rappers say i got this music i'm trying to do this and do that and he's like, yo, I was working at, I think I was at Rockefeller at the time. I was some at some label, maybe Star Trek. I forget which one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, I want, you know, I want to, you know, try to get on whatever. And I was like, uh, to be honest with you, you know, I'm not really into music right now. I couldn't, maybe I wasn't working at a label because I wouldn't have said that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was like, I'm not into looking. For, I'm not into art looking for artists right now. I'm not into looking. I'm not looking for artists right now.
0: Now that's the second time God has come to you and you spit in his face <laughs> okay does drake say anything after you say that uh i don't remember no
1: nah, i'm not i mean he's just like all right you know whatever No, what, what can you say after that <laughs> but I, but here's the thing though yes. i got burned so many times i wasn't into getting burned again like right this is, okay, I'll but tell you what happened. this
0: wasn't a burn. This was, you were going to be the But guy. I'll tell you what
1: happened. Here's yeah. the thing. I've been an a and I've been a manager. These fucking artists are pieces of shit, okay? Even the successful ones, just because they're rich and famous don't mean they're not pieces of shit. You work your fucking ass off to get 10%. You work harder than them sometimes to get your 10%. And I was tired of artists being late, not fucking working hard, not putting their all into the records, not putting all into their promo shows, doing their interviews. None of that shit was pissing me off. And I said, if I could rap, I would fucking run circles around all of y'all because I work fucking hard. When I found stand-up, I was rapping. That was me on the mic rapping. So now I'm going to put my money where my mouth is I'm going to invest in me as an artist. I can't sing. I can't rap. I found somehow people think I'm funny. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on this mic and I'm going to work on my own shit. And it was right around that time. So I wasn't working with... There's other artists too. How long ago was that?
0: Oh, seven, And now we are in 2019. Yeah. So 12 years later... A friend of mine has some friends that will fuck the opener. So, but what? A friend of mine has some friends that will fuck the opener. So oh. <laughs> I'm saying you did it, bro. I'm just saying you came a long way. <laughs> you really did come. I mean, you could have had ten percent of Drake, but wh- whatever. Who's yeah. that? Uh, you, whatever. What's ten percent of you know hundred million? Uh, I fucked up. More than a hundred million? Probably. Not to mention like the business deals that you would have been on the side in and all that. Yeah, but stuff. so
1: what? You can't live in regret. (laughs) Can't live in regret. All my people still eat. Morgan runs OVO. Who's Morgan? Morgan was one of my best friends. Sorry.
0: The people who run OVO are Oliver and Morgan. Yeah. Huh. Okay. (laughs) Good to know.
1: Is Juniper involved in the. Maybe Juniper, maybe. OVO (laughs) (laughs) campaign at all? I mean, you're making fun of the OVO people. They're fucking huge. I just don't know any of them. I know 40. Yeah, 42. Morgan manages 42.
0: But they're all from Canada. They know what the fuck they're They're doing. They're from
2: Toronto. Yeah, they
0: know what they're doing. We were having this discussion, I forget. But they didn't know at that time. Something happened where they know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, the 10-year run is unprecedented. Unprecedented. We've never seen it in music. It's amazing. And I don't think we've seen it in music in any genre I'm Mike trying to think Michael. of a 10-year run. Did Mike do it for 10? Was nobody in between? No, and Mike, no. Because the argument is Jay-Z, but 50 ran it for a few years in between.
3: Yeah. Right? But Mike, I think Mike was on top.
0: I don't know if
1: Mike did no, all 10. Really? No, Mike, Mike, towards the end, he wasn't on top. We're talking about just as hot from the jump. If anything, hotter from the He's, jump to Michael now. Jackson didn't get hotter after Thriller. Facts. It was like either Flaxic or hotter. Harder.
3: Yeah. But Thriller wasn't the first album. No, I'm talking about from the first album, from when he still had an afro. Right, so so Mike
0: went like this. He he hit, he hit. All right, so he drops what is the first one? Bad? No. Off the wall. Thriller. I mean off, off the, the wall. wall. Off the wall. But I mean he was had Jackson Five stuff before that. Sure, sure. But okay, the yeah. trajectory is off up, the wall. Off the wall. Then yeah, thriller. thriller. Bad comes out. Sustain or a dip? Sustain Slight or a dip? Slight dip. Okay, let's just call it sustain for argument's okay, sake. Okay, sustain. Sustain, yeah. then... Remember the time coming album, down a little the name bit. of that is, yeah. Coming down a little bit, right? We're talking Drake has continuously gone up yeah. since the... Mm, Mixtape! With... Tape. with uh, unprecedented
1: opposition Facts yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so much good music There's so many people Gunning for
0: his head mm. And he still prevails My theory is because He puts them all on He puts any threat on Anybody he sees Who's like Oh shit this kid got it I'm gonna put you on a song So now when you come up I'm your OG You can't be upset at me Cause I gave you Your first platinum mm-hmm. check I made you your first million dollars You gonna be upset at me mm-hmm. It's like that's the reason Why the Migos open for him Migos don't gotta open for nobody
3: mm-hmm. Technically, they co-headline, but they go first. I think they swap. Nah, it. yeah, like LeBron not coming no, no. out Migos, first. Fam. Migos come and then Drake yeah. and then Migos no, come was, back yeah. out and then yeah, some more Drake. Yeah, but like yeah,
0: it's unprecedented. It's crazy. It's amazing. But you're doing good. I'm all right. Here's a, <laughs> you <here's> a, opening <laughs> and featuring. Amphi- here's my th- here's my you thing. Doing? <laughs> you
1: people, you assholes, keeping it tight. You're laughing at me. <laughs> You're laughing at me. You're making a joke of it. It's all good. I'm fine with the joke, but here's the thing. I'm happy. I'm a happy person mm-hmm. that does what I want to do mm-hmm. and wouldn't change
0: that for anything. I think most people listening to this are not laughing at you because of this. I think most people listening to this right now uh, are sad? No. They're not <laughs> they're not sad at all. They're they're confused about why you hate Valentines. They're maybe confused about why you hate animals, but I think they're <laughs> I think that they're as mind blown as me that you played this instrumental, but you're like Forrest Gump. Yeah, people
1: say that. You're I'm the Forrest
0: to, Gump I am the of hip hop. Yeah. Holy shit. I've heard that before. The eh, eh, eh is the smiley face T. Yeah. Like all these things that you're integrally involved in, yeah. that these people have just come to know naturally in their life, you put them on. Yeah. Can you do you know well, Jay Z? Yeah. Like personally. You can text him. Yeah. Text him right now and be like, bro, I'm in LA. I don't got a place to stay. Can I crash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, Jay
1: would that's the Jay's Jay dead. He'd get me a hotel in a second.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not even it's not even it's not even it's not even a, a thought. I bust your balls, but the reason I want to sit down, you and this has been kind of been a long time coming, because we we're gonna do it for idiots. To do this? I was, where's Charlemagne? We we're gonna do it for a long time, but um, well, you did you did Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but for me, here's the difference: <clears throat> if we do an Idiots, it's gonna be an idiot's show, where it's not gonna be about your story. Yeah, you're gonna be part of whatever we're talking about, and every once in a while, like I did this with Miko Grimes, because I think she got a fascinating story with her husband and their whole story. And every once in a while, I like to do these episodes that are hyper focused on a person that I think doesn't get the appreciation that they should, as yeah, far as yeah. how they've affected the industry, yeah. et cetera. And you're like, what does that give you? Well, you don't want anything. You're already happy. It's not about you. If anything, it's about me because I know what it's like to be in a situation where like, I feel like I've affected an industry and maybe haven't been known or haven't been given credit or maybe people take my ideas, et cetera. So this is my way of going, hey, when I get in any position of influence, I'm going to look out for those people who maybe been in similar situations.
1: And at least you have- I'm been- Hundred thousand a, people. I'll give you another one. Go. I'll give you a hard, a hard one to swallow. Go. This podcast game is because of me. Mm. Oh shit! Speak just, on it. Oh,
0: that's speak God. on Juan, it. Ian Rosenberg had that's a podcast. Right. Juan Epstein. I, I'm going to disagree with you on that, but we'll get it. Go get to that in a second. Juan Epstein was the first. You were the first hip hop hip hop podcast yeah. ever. Ever. You were the first hip hop. it was before, uh, Combat Jack
3: so combat Jack started Reggie
0: yeah when Reggie was Reggie
3: yeah Reggie yeah.
0: before
1: before combat Jack really when Reggie was a so lawyer
3: we started wanna he was doing an internet radio show so it wasn't a podcast but I believe on date it was before want
1: no way
3: that's that's what I heard but no I heard way. it was radio an internet radio show he was doing a blog
1: combat Jack the reason Reggie who's a good friend of mine. RIP. RIP. His, his family connections, family. Reggie was a lawyer in the game and had a breakdown, nervous breakdown or midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it. Was tired of the game and quit. And he had all these stories that legally he couldn't tell. Because of the contractual obligations as being someone's lawyer. So c- he created this character called Combat Jack, which was an anonymous person telling these hip-hop stories oh, on a blog. And then that <laughs> grew into shit. a radio show right. and then podcast. And he got the idea for a podcast for listening to Juan Epstein. And he was like, what is it that, what is this? What is How are they talking? How are people hearing this? When it's not being broadcast, you know. I I didn't even know what a
0: podcast was. Rosenberg was like, "We should do a podcast." So Rosenberg started podcasting. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Because I I think, as far as I'm concerned, podcasting was started by by comics. How's that? No, I knew a guy named Danny LaBelle. The biggest podcast, the podcast that really popped in the comic world was Mark Maron's joint. Mark Maron, yeah, comedy. I used to work for when I first started comedy. I I was worked for Danny LaBelle on uh, comical radio. Danny LaBelle had a show that he hustled outside of Baruch College uh, campus, Baruch College. So mm. he would use the college radio and it was a radio show, but he would also put it out as a podcast. And it was a show where he would interview comedians. And Mark Marin was a frequent guest on the show mm. and they would interview comedians and he would be like, Yeah, you should come interview comedians together, blah, blah, blah. And then Mark Crazy. started doing his own thing and it took Danny a while before Mark put him on but which was shocking because it's like you got this whole thing from Danny. but all these comics that are doing podcasts myself you know i mean shoot uh, you know brian and and brendan like maybe they don't even know the connection but comedically speaking that's where it started as far as comics yeah Mm -hmm. maybe comedy yeah
3: comedy but i know like like npr and those type of they were around for a minute
0: fair enough fair enough and that's totally possible i mean I'm sure there are people that were recording these like yeah. radio shows and like putting them yeah, out yeah. other places. But the idea of like a hip hop but there was no podcast before the digital capability of hearing it. Like right. iPods.
1: Like podcast comes from iPod. Right. You can hear it on your iPod. Yeah. That's what it is. And y'all
0: fucking started that. Yeah. But also, whatever. I don't What are you gonna do? Nothing, bro. No, listen, you seem more upset about it. No, you happy. You got more joy than all these people that are rich and upset. I f- I figured out the key to
1: life now. I would like to be more What is I'm, the key to life? You got to do what you love, find your happiness. Mm-hmm. It's literally like there's certain thing. I'll go do a shitty show, but I like getting on stage telling jokes. Like it doesn't matter like some people be like that shows a waste of time cuz this show makes you more money or right. whatever, but I don't know. Everything I've ever wanted, it, it comes in a, in a, in one form or another. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes
0: uh, you get what you want. You just don't realize what you truly want. I say that with with comics. Sometimes it's like comics think that they want to make it big, but they really just want a community that they feel a part of. So well, they'll go as far as yeah, that's like one. Um, you know, it's ten by the way. Okay, but, uh, but that's
1: like that's when that's the morning show to me. I thought I wanted the morning show, and then, then you when found I got it. it. You yeah, didn't, didn't want it. Want
0: it. No. And, but what I'm saying is maybe you have really everything you've wanted in life. It just doesn't fit into the mold of the people that you engage with on a regular basis. Like we were saying earlier, you know how comics are like, I should have a sitcom because other comics have sitcoms. You were like, I should have a morning show because other comics have a morning show. But what you like is rocking a crowd. What are you still able to do? Yeah. Rock a crowd Whether you do it comedically yeah. Whether you're DJing Musical, yeah. Whether whether Whatever it is You've done it And at the end of the day Let's say you have A hundred million dollars And you die It's not like you take that shit with you Right But You have influenced The games that you're in Without a doubt For me That's the most important thing Like because that's how you live forever Like my body and mind might go But my influence on the game doesn't go
1: the only problem with that
0: yes is
1: my influence is not a
0: hundred percent recognized as my influence the people that don't know, know the people that don't know don't know you know what i mean like so, i mean, i've told this story in this podcast before but like my pops like revived swing dancing globally literally brought it back it pops. The reason why people dance swing today is really? because of my dad. He yeah, created I, a fucking, and he has been written out of history. Right? They've just written him right out. Yeah. He doesn't care. He never wanted anything from it. Yeah. He just thought the dance was so beautiful that he didn't want it to die. Right. And he created a culture for it. He created awesome. like things. So what I'm saying is like, you put these music, you put these records out and these people out. You, you saw a young comic like me, you know, who could use opportunity. You know what I mean? Not because you wanted a piece of whatever I did, because you get joy from exposing yeah. greatness. Like, yeah. we don't attach value to things that don't have money. So if you can't make money from something, people are like, well, why do you care about that? Yeah, But you understand happiness differently, so you're like, oh, no, I like breaking the song. Like, you telling me about breaking that song and being like, I got it in my laptop. You got it in your laptop for a reason. Yeah. Because you like being that dude. Yeah, I like it. You like being a guy like, when my shit blows, blows, you don't think on some level you're going to be like, yo, man, nobody was putting that kid on and I would put him on every fucking month on my show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is a value for, for, for us. Like, if you are somebody who likes... Recognizing talent and showcasing talent, and you know that that's a skill of yours. There's some people that get to make millions of dollars on that, but that millions is not what makes them happy. It's breaking, oh, of course. So you found out also would like easy. I
1: wouldn't mind a couple million
0: though. See, mm-hmm. Hey, I wouldn't mind it. Life is long, B. Oh, Who you telling? Yeah, you right. Who you telling? I'm just saying, you? like, if I really crack, you might get a paper bag. That's a I, that great. You know, that's great. That'll help my kids. You know, what give you? you know what I'm gonna give you? You know what I'm gonna give you in it? A Valentine's Day
1: card. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Whatever. There's a lot of shit out there.
0: Anything else you on. broke? <sighs> I don't know. I don't remember. Before you literally I'm gotta sure take is. a break right now and dip. I'm sure it is. What yeah. else? What
3: I wanna thank safe because like oh yeah, Alex Media, first person who gave me a chance, and, and Alex
0: Media me- fucked it up.
3: So then yeah, you to fire. Him. You know
0: what? But
1: <laughs> what happened exactly? What happened? Something so stupid. And I was thinking about it today. Actually, yeah. mm-hmm. he did something so stupid. I mean, sorry, he did something, and I reacted so stupidly. And first of all, what he's doing for you is what he's supposed to be doing. I'm happy to, because I was part of this too.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: At this the same night.
3: Yeah. That's how we met.
1: Yeah, like he said he was Instagram and you were DMing you or something, right? Yeah. On Twitter, and you yeah.
0: came in and I said, Yo, this guy I thought he was some white dude that I used to do comedy with whose name is Alex Anderson. <laughs>
1: no, but he was we were at the cellar. Yeah. And he came in and I remember he said to me, I DM'd Andrew Schultz because you had one thing up and he thought maybe I could make it day. better or something. Yeah, question yeah. Of the day. And that's I, it's I like putting people on. I couldn't give you the amount to to fucking make it relevant for your talent at the time, mm. right? At the time, and you came in. I said, "Yo!" Right away, my brain, had, my synapses go off, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" He mentioned Schultz about something he was doing on Instagram. Schultz, this is my man. <laughs> A, yo, you're not a cop no more. It's all right. Nah. He's looking for the time code. He, <laughs> this is my man. Beep. <laughs> no, play the quiet story.
2: And, <laughs> like.
1: and yo, he does some video shit. He wants to help you out with some shit. Mm-hmm. And you gave him the super cold shoulder brush off. Like, yeah, you know, like Schultz does. Yeah, yeah, maybe we could do some whatever. Boom, boom, boom. And I don't know how you felt, but I was like, he probably feels brushed off, but that's how initial meetings go, like Siphon Drake, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, be persistent. Keep hitting him up, boom, boom, boom. Then you did something for me, which was taping my podcast like you're doing right now, and you did something that I didn't like because other people would look at me that they don't like it now if it happened today it wouldn't went down the same way Mm. i was so worried about how the seller would get upset with me for bringing someone in that did what you did Mm -hmm. what did you do when he took a picture of jennifer lawrence that was sitting with amy schumer and he posted it
3: and technically i was filming the podcast Nigga, and I, I took a care. clip from the podcast I don't, that we were filming. Everybody. But the only
1: reason because she said not to taper. That's why I got mad. Oh, I didn't hear that part. She told because we were sitting with Che. Yeah. And she said, You guys are filming, don't film me. Oh. And you see, took I a picture. So I, now I, I didn't I, want I, Amy I, Schumer or the seller getting mad at me yeah. because he put out this little ins- Now thinking back, like, who gives a fuck? Shut the fuck up. You're in a public place. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying, but
0: I love this Cypher.
1: But yeah, and I shouldn't like I shouldn't have did that. But also, Nah, But I fucked up. But I'm glad I did because look at you now, right? So just brown bag ten grand.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, absolutely no. But but like we used to hang out. We used to hang out. My OG, like
1: yeah, we used to hang out. Like I used to like hanging with him. I don't hang with a lot of people. Like. You know what I'm saying? But I'm fucking super happy for you. And like, I get, I'm happy. Like, I'm happy from that, right? Fucking Drewski was a nobody, a piece of shit from Jersey, yo. A piece of shit white kid who grew up in a black neighborhood. There's no way he should be, make it. Right. There's no way. And he came up to me the way I came up to Flex and was like, yo, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. First time he ever worked for me, he got pulled over and got arrested for having a fucking <laughs> Been taser. Been there.
2: <laughs> for having like a taser Nothing in that. his car.
1: And the kid fucking did everything I said, did everything I want. One time we was in this club, I gotta go. One time we was in this club and some kid, I, I said something to a girl and some kid said something to me and I'm trying to talk the kid down. I say, yo, listen to me. I'm whispering, but we're in a club. I'm like, dog, listen to me. I didn't mean to disrespect your girl. You're talking to me like you think I'm alone. Do me a favor. It's a, I apologize. It was my mistake. Just leave it alone. Yo, who the fuck you think you are? Da, da, da. One of his boys started walking towards me. Drewski just fucking clocked him. I'm doing everything possible to avoid a fight. Drewski was like, somebody's walking up to Sife. I don't know what's happening. Bow. Knocked the kid. So then we get into a scrap. And from that moment on, I was like, this kid, like, that's a different skill level. I'm trying to I should knock out
0: that bouncer. Sorry, Alex.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he took the kid down, like from let, no, I'll go to war any day.
0: <laughs> in this situation, I am the kid. <laughs> hot, not the fighter. <laughs> go on. No, but to
1: this day, I'll go to war for Drewski and be in war with him no matter what. Now, he wanted he was my little protege. I said, yo. I told him like three months before, I said, Shit here. Hot 97 is about to come to an end for me. No way. What are you talking about? There's no way I said I feel it. I don't I'm not happy. I feel it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a move Now you can either move with me or you can take my slot You make a choice and basically his choice was to take my slot. I said, okay follow these instructions do this 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 Play this person close, talk to this person, go over here. He's now doing everything I was doing. He's basically me, but better, better. Like, I'm from the hood. I don't like being hood. He's hood. He opened up a fucking... Performance space in the middle of Elizabeth, New Jersey. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thanks.
0: Yeah, I used to. I first of all, I love Drew. Always love Drew, and you would always say to me, "Like this kid's a star." Star. From the star. jump, you go.
1: He's star. a star. 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 And the only, his only problem is that he's too hood. And one day, it's coming soon. I feel it. He's gonna look in the mirror and go, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking white."
0: Let me uh. Let me go ahead and pop this shit up real quick. Really? Yeah. And you think that it could really change things for him for the oh, better. Well,
1: he's he's gonna he's a superstar. He's gonna be a superstar.
0: What will he do? Predict it right now so we can check in and see if Siphes predictions are right like they usually are.
1: Now, that I don't know because he has a. it's different nowadays. There's different angles to pop off. Like he went on love and hip hop. The problem he didn't pop off on love and hip hop is cause he wouldn't play himself. He was on loving and hip hop, and he wouldn't play himself. And I was like, Drewski, if you go on that show, you got to play yourself. That's the only reason. That's the only way guys can make it on that show. Right,
0: right, right. You have right. to
1: like do some stupid shit. Right. And he wouldn't cross the line, so he kind of got off of it. Like it wasn't uh, it
0: didn't pop. Yeah. But
1: he's but he is loving hip hop. That's his core. That's who he is. Um, and uh, oh, like fucking even the um, I gotta go. Even the um, the um. Takashi, all that shit, right? I didn't know who Takashi 69 was. Yeah, I mean, I know who he was by now. One day, I went to an event at Drewski's right. event space. Takashi's outside. You invented Treyway. No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, they, I mean, there's a suburban outside of his thing. The windows go down. It's Shoddy and it's Takashi Six Nine. like, "Yo, son, Takashi, this is cipher, the OG. Pay attention to this nigga." Da da da. I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, I don't even know who Shoddy is at the time. So he's like, yo, what's up, Sype? Good to meet you. You know, proud OG, hot 97, da. like, nah, 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 Don't. That's OG. That's the man. So he's like, okay, what's up? Then we go upstairs and I'm talking to him. And, and I'm like, yo, thanks for saying that, bro. I appreciate it. I, you know, I didn't I don't even really know you to Shady. I don't even know who you are. Like, he's like, no, you know me, son. He goes, I used to run with Jim Jones. He's like, I seen all the shit you did for Jim and how you broke jim and and did then i'd always be in the studio with jim like i love jim and he was like i was the goon and and he goes my hair used to be like this and i was like oh shit i didn't even know that was him like that's how deep i go we're like i didn't even know who it was but he somehow in the midst of hanging out with jim jones i showed that guy love
0: and he took you know what I mean like well, he he saw that your love for Jim was authentic. Yeah. He saw that you weren't trying to get bread off of Jim. You really really want Well, to break another him. thing he said, uh Jim
1: came to my improv show to to you know, I do that yeah. improv show. Yeah, yeah, And and I'm like I say what's up to everybody. Where most people just say what's up to Jim. And he was like, "Oh, this is a real nigga right here. This is right. a real nigga." And then later on, if I was still on the radio like I could I could have broke Takashi, you know? But Drewski did it. Drewski, I was like Drewski. There's a lot of new shit coming out. New York needs like you know be on top of that shit. It's a new wave. That all that shit. You coming. told Drewski about Takashi? No, 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 no. Uh, I just told to, uh, Drew that there's a hole in New York that
0: needs to, needs be, to filled. be filled. And Takashi came and filled that.
1: Takashi, a boogie, right? Cardi. Um, Cardi. Cardi, yeah, even Cardi. But he knew Cardi from Love and Hip Hop. Like he's right, right. That's the homie. He was telling me about her. I was like, I don't know. All right, I gotta go.
0: There's one story I want you to tell before you leave. All right, hurry up. I got to catch a flight. Yo, just cancel the flight, son. No, come on. I got to go. You're safe, man. <laughs> Jamaican wants you to play a reggae song on the radio. Oh, come on, man. Yo, just <laughs> tell the story. Uh, tell the story quick, and then right. you can leave.
1: All right. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but- Of course not. I don't want to be murdered either. Okay. <laughs> this is why, yeah, he thinks I'm a psycho. I keep it real, so that I go to I go to the radio station. I used to have a show on a Saturday mornings, like mm-hmm. uh, twelve o'clock. Yeah,
0: I'm driving to the radio station. I see before they set it up, real quick. But you would DJ all these parties in Brooklyn, these yeah. the Jamaican parties, crazy
1: Jamaican, and these are parties, in like
0: yeah. the back of a building. Yeah. It's not like in no, a, this is Jamaican, Jama- party. like you're in
1: Jamaica, but yeah. you're in Brooklyn,
0: right? Like where Alex parks his car, there's a, uh, they sell uh, fucking, <laughs> what is it, chicken?
3: Uh, jerk
0: chicken. You, they just sell jerk chicken in a parking lot. Like there's just a bowl <laughs> yeah. and you can buy yeah, park yeah. a car and then buy some jerk chicken. And that's just what it is.
1: So yeah, so there's, um, so there's, a, I, I pull up, there's a, I, I'm very aware of my surroundings. There's a dread on one corner, a dread on another corner, and then a car with two guys in front of the radio station. So I'm like, oh f- Fuck people always used to come to the radio station try to give me music So I drive around the block I park I walk up to the station the guy in the car is like yo, come here I'm not gonna do a Jamaican accent, but he had Jamaican accent. He's like yo, come here He's like yo, I want you to listen to my artists So I said I'm in a rush, but okay, go ahead. I'll give him some love He plays it. The song is horrible So he's like yo, I want you to play this on the radio So I'm like yo, I can't play this today. Like give it to me I'll listen to it and I'll check it out. He's like no. No, you got to play it today And he starts getting aggressive with me. Now, you got to play this today. The two dreads on each corner who are like the gunmen looking out start getting a little closer, a little closer. So he goes, you got to play this today. He lifts up his shirt and shows he has a gun in his waist. Mm. And I said, okay, listen to me. The song is whack. If I take that song upstairs, I play it on the radio. My boss is going to get mad at me for playing whack music, and he's going to fire me. Yo,
2: you're crazy.
3: And then,
1: if he fires me, I'm going to shoot myself. So your thing doesn't matter to me. He's like... (laughs) Say it in the accent. Say it in the accent. Say it like... (laughs) Yo, (laughs) bomba (laughs) cloud. He said, yo, the man crazy! (laughs) (laughs) He fucking froze... (laughs) He froze, and then he's like, yo, this man crazy. He's like, yo, and then he starts laughing. And he's like like laughing like the sinister way a villain like, before like he out, kills like that, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so he's like, yo, this man crazy. So I said, look, here's what I'll do. I'll go to your studio with your artists, and I'll listen to all your records. If there's anything good. Then I'll play it. If there's not anything good, we'll make something. We'll make a freestyle or something that I could play. Yeah. He was like, yo, but son, you got to come. I said, I'm going to go. And he gave me the address. And a couple of days later, I went to the studio. Everything was whack. You're fucking crazy. And, and we made a freestyle that I could play on the radio. And he was like, shocked that I showed up. And he was like, yo, you the realest nigga I ever met. Like anything, you, like no one's ever gonna touch you in Brooklyn. You any party you go to, you have any trouble, you let them know. I said you're off limits, all that good shit. And from that point on, like the dude was mad cool to me. Every time I see him, he's like a gangster. Like he he can't even live in America anymore. No he had to, he had to go on a run. But um, and he didn't even end up fucking with that artist much longer. He was like, yo, the kid was a piece of shit, whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like if I would have if I would have went and played that, they would have known. I was able to be intimidated. Yeah. Mm. If I said I was going to play it and didn't play it, they would come after me for lying to them. Mm-hmm. So I just kept it 100% real. I love my job so much that if I get fired, I'm going to kill myself. So if you're going to kill me,
2: then Let's it is it what it is. Over. Yeah,
1: it, And that's how I've done with everybody. Like I just speak real to them and they get it. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what most people fuck up. Trying to get in business with gangsters Yo, know, listen Gangsters ain't nothing But businessmen Who didn't have the opportunities To be legit And from the get go But you can't like Lie to them Or front on them Like you can like To some corporate shit Like right. you gotta keep it real
2: mm.
0: And it's, it's just keep it real Wow all right? I gotta go Safe. thank you for keeping it real My brother Yo. That's Saif Sounds man Safe Sounds On Instagram Twitter All that good shit Go follow him He's Nobody got would've signed
1: Drake Back then
0: <laughs> Yo thank you so much For coming bro Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Safe flight, all right?
3: Thank you, Saif.
0: This has been another episode of Flagrant 2. No easy buckets. This is going to be a special series. I'm going to name this series, and uh, I'm going to do more of these. Tell me if y'all like these. Tell me if y'all fuck with these. I think we put you on some game. Thank y'all so much for supporting what we do here, man. Uh, Flagrant 2. Keep it tight. Peace.